It's annoying. There it is. Okay. Welcome to Legendary Geek House, folks. I'm your host, Eric, and tonight I'm joined by Joe from Comic Book Rundown, and we are going to discuss the amazing PlayStation franchise, Uncharted. What do you think, Joe, man? What's going on? What's up, buddy? I'm I'm doing pretty good. Um, Kind of a late night for me. I'm not usually... Not usually up this late, not going to lie. Uh, but I'll definitely power through because I love Uncharted. It's a fucking beautiful game, like even really the is. first game. That... So so funny thing, funny thing about that, I didn't come to Uncharted until the third one was coming out. Dude, uh, same. Okay, okay. Like my, my co-host, Ron, best friend Ron, uh, he was telling me about it. I think he let me borrow the first game. I'm like, oh, this is different. Okay, I'll try it out. The first time I played the first Uncharted game, um, I'm starting out, and you know, you start out in the boat with Ellie. Or I'm sorry, Elena. Sorry, mixing up my same, same franchise. Or same mixing up my naughty dog. Um, you're in the boat with Elena, and you're you know getting attacked by these. Uh, well, not the Malaysian, uh, whatever the pirates, Panamanian, Panamanian pirates, and um, like okay, I, I'm trying to learn controls. I get shot in the head and I die. I'm like, oh, okay. Wait. Oh yeah, died I died in the on that tutorial. Book. Yeah, I died in that. Dude, it oh. gives you the fucking buttons to press. I know. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I think I learned really quick. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, I think when I did it, when I I had bought a PlayStation Three, the year that they announced that Uncharted Three was coming out, and I'd never. I didn't give. I, I honestly did not buy the PlayStation Three for that. I bought it for Arkham Knight and or not Arkham Knight, Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. That was okay. all I bought it for. And uh, after I beat both those games, I was looking for something else to play. Ninja Gaiden. Nah, fuck that shit. Not my not my style. Yeah. Uh, so I went to GameStop and told the person that I was in that like the action adventure games, and I was browsing around, and I stumbled across Uncharted and. I read the back of the box and it was just like basically a male version of Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I didn't mind Tomb Raider so much back in the day. So, okay. And I asked the guy, I was like, is this any good? And like, you've never heard of this. I was like, <laughs> no, I just recently got a PS3. I was like, buy it. If you don't like it, I will give you a full fucking refund. Buy it new. I will give you a full refund if you don't like it. So I took it home and I started playing and I was hooked. Like, I think, I think it was after chapter three, I got really fucking hooked. And then I went back to GameStop about three, four days later after I beat it. And I was like, (laughs) okay, I saw the cover for Uncharted 2. So I went and bought Uncharted 2. It was like, well, next week Uncharted 3 comes out. I'm like, Okay, so I'm going to keep this fucking train rolling. Sold. 
So I ended up buying that and it was around the time that Gamefly was really fucking popular. So I ended yep. up renting Uncharted 3 from Gamefly. They didn't get that back for a month because I replayed this entire series like back to back over and over again. I could not stop. Yeah, but that was the beauty of Gamefly. You can keep it for as long as you want and then return it when you want. So exactly. you're, paying, you're paying for that time anyway. So kids today will never know. Yeah, it's the old random movie from Blockbuster Method that they only know because they saw Captain Marvel. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're not going there. That's a whole different conversation. No, um, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> I, I know I like to get off tangents. I know you like to get off tangents or like you say, chasing squirrels. Um, I'm not <laughs> saying we won't today, but I, I do want to try to keep on Uncharted as much as possible. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, like, so it's my favorite part of like the first game after I beat it is playing it again and unlocking everything. Like uh, this most recent, my one of my most recent playthroughs, I, um, I, I unlocked all guns, but I didn't unlock it for the ammo because you have to play, you know, the crushing mode in the, <laughs> the early, well, not in the early in the um, Nathan Drake collection. You have to get the crushing mode to get infinite ammo. And I'm like, okay, um, I'll try this because I want infinite ammo because I just want to go through and, and you know, wreck house. Um, <laughs> not even, not fucking even. Me, I know we we had talked about it earlier this week about the spot that I got to. It was under the cathedral. Well, no, it was under. Fuck, I can't remember exactly what the catacombs on that island. Um, when I'm chasing, not chasing, but I'm searching for Elena after the plane crashed, and it's before Eddie captures me. And I'm in the catacombs and I'm on crushing and I've got, I can't remember, like I've got one gun, which is pretty good. And I've got like a, a, an automatic rifle that I'm like, okay, I got this. I think, I think I'm good. And so I jump down, I pop the guy in front of me and I get the guy on the scaffolding. And then the guy over there gets me. I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I'll try this again. I'll get that guy the first this time, get that guy, get the second guy. Then the guy on the scaffolding gets me. I'm like, Okay, let's try this again. And after like two hours of playing this over and over, I'm like, fuck you, Uncharted. <laughs> I think crushing took me a month. Yeah, I. On the first game. I was just like, oh, dude, this is fucking nightmarish, dude. Like, no, I can't. I can't. I, I'm, I'm content with having the guns unlocked. And so when I run out of ammo for the gun I like, which I think in the first game is like the West 44 or whatever, because it's yes. literally a one shot kill, um, I will pause the game, click on that weapon again, and then go back to the game because it gives me the ammo. It's a more inconvenient infinite ammo, but it's infinite ammo. So I'm okay with that. But yeah, uh, I think, yeah, the West 44. Uh, the sniper rifle, the I would Magnum. The Magnum was a great one. I'd always use the uh, rocket launcher. The because, RPGs. Why? Why the hell not? Uh, it they didn't have it, RPGs in the first game, did they? Maybe it was the grenade launcher in the first game. I don't think they had any of those in the first no, game. I think that I'm, was I'm pretty sure game. they did. 
Hmm. I would say I would know, but I uh, haven't played the first one. It's no, been the no, you're right. Like, you're right. They had this. Uh, it looked like an old fucking like musket that launched the grenades out. Yeah, it was, it was always, a. It was yeah. always that pirate with the fucking uh, bucket cap on that would stand up there in his red sweater and shit, a red shirt or whatever, and start shooting you. Yeah. And, uh, fuck that guy. No, I think basically the first game, as far as, you know, the story goes, it was, it was pretty much what most people weren't realizing was this game was, they had apparently already had their franchise planned out because this was basically an introduction to these characters. You had uh, Nathan Drake, who is the descendant of Sir Francis Drake. We'll get back to that later. Uh, you had Elena Fisher, who was the reporter that hired him for her TV show. Uh, Sully, uh, Victor Sully Sullivan, uh, or as Flynn calls him, Victor Goddamn Sullivan. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, he is Nathan Drake's best friend and mentor since he was young. We'll get back to that later, too. Uh, and I don't know, that the first game... You didn't know how to feel about certain. You knew that Nathan Drake was a good guy. You knew yep. that Elena was the lo- going to be the love interest. Oh, that was a given, especially after the the flight, the the plane, and all that. Yeah, yeah. And you know, after uh, after you end up meeting, you you find there's the fucked up thing. You always find shit that makes no goddamn sense in this game. Well, in the yes, yes. The first thing you find is a German U-boat in the middle of the Amazon. Yeah. Stuck in a waterfall. And it's filled with Spanish doubloons. And dead Germans. Don't forget about that. Oh, yeah, and dead Germans. (laughs) And apparently still armed missiles. Yeah, that was... That was pretty... I'm not going to lie, that was pretty sick. And you had some pretty good jokes from that, talking about some... uh, what was it when Sully's like, "Hey, when was the last time you had a tetanus shot?" That <laughs> boat was rusted to shit, dude. I I will say this: the quips that both Sully and Nate give Nate, especially just the quick one-liners and quips, constantly through through the entire series. Oh, um, just I love it. I love it. It's, it's they were wonderful. a little bit more serious in the fourth game, but I mean they still had their lines. But that was because Sully really wanted Nate to be done. He wanted him to yes. have his happily ever after with Elena. Well, again, uh, like this, by, by the fourth game, we're going on roughly 10 years, give or take of gameplay that we're like story that we follow with the main characters. The fourth game, we will add to that. We'll get to that. We'll get there. Um, yeah. But like you're, you're following, you start out with Nate. He's, you'd say in his, I don't know, late 20s early 30s by the time you see him in in four he's you can see he's a lot older i mean you see Sully is really older i mean each game they progress which is great and i love that they show it but now go ahead I, i'm i'm good <laughs> <laughs> i really had nothing after the butt but but uh after he exits the U-boat, I remember that's when you meet two of the three main villains, or technically four, but the fourth one doesn't really have a name, and we'll get to that in just a few minutes. But uh, you meet two of the, the, the three main villains of this game, 
uh, Navarro and uh, Roman. Yep. Navarro was basically Sully's not bookie, but um, or was he a, his bookie? He was no, no, no. Navarro, Navarro was the one that Roman hired. Roman was the one that had made a deal with. Oh, Sully. that's right. Sorry, my bad. Because I remember that was the line. Uh, when he when he pulled Nathan out of the water and you know took took his gun from him and he's got his hands up and Roman's just like I'm Gabriel Roman he's like yeah I know who you are asshole like his <laughs> little I love it whenever he calls someone an asshole because he always does it in the best way possible because that's yes it's, this it's, game was rated T but the way that they dropped goddamn shit and asshole in this game I'm surprised. It's always like he's saying asshole under his breath, but just a little louder than it should be. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, thanks, asshole. Wait, what? Because <laughs> he does it twice in this game that I remember, and it's fucking hysterical both times. <laughs> and, you know, so then we find out that, or we see uh, Sully get shot, and you take off running make it back the way you came only to run into Elena who you had left at the dock earlier. <laughs> yeah. Completely not even near this Island. Yeah. We, we should have probably, we, I, I probably should have mentioned that this game is based off of trying to find the uh, lost city of gold, El Dorado, which once well, you get to the U boat, you find out is actually a statue that has gone missing. Yes. Um, did they actually, cause I thought he was when he find, okay. In the beginning, the whole reason that he's with Elena is they're there in the middle of the ocean to search for the coffin of Nathan Drake. No, I'm sorry. The coffin of Sir Francis Drake. Um, because Nathan was saying that he didn't actually die. He's not really in this coffin. And Elena's like, well, that's not true. He died here and he's buried here. And so when they find it, they find a book, like the coffin is empty, except for, you know, a, a journal. Yes. And did he know, he didn't, did Nathan know the journal was in there? I, I didn't think he did. They explained that in uh, Uncharted 4. Did they? Yes, they did. Uh, oh, that's right. Well, they yeah. talked up. Well, okay. that, fair, it was, okay, it was all a theory. It was all yes. theories. Yes. But he wanted to prove those theories by going to find it. And once he found what he was looking for and found out that he was right, you know, that's why he's kind of like chuckled it, under his breath. It was just like, you, you devil. And yes. And then it starts on the adventure of finding El Dorado. Yeah. Okay. El goddamn Dorado. <laughs> Oh, Sully. Ah, oh, dude, Sully was the fucking man. But, you know, like I said, you find that you see him get shot and you leave him for dead. So you go, you run into Elena and then it's pretty much an escape to the plane. Well, once you you, know, you get to the plane, you start flying to the island where it was. You had the map yep. that was in the journal. It's, oh, no, the map wasn't in the journal. The map no, the was map in the U-boat. Yeah, he found the map on the U-boat, was able to find the coordinates. Because and... the journal at this time was left with Sully, and Sully is, quote-unquote, dead. Uh, the island, 
the island was kind of you know you get shot out of the sky mm-hmm. and which is one of my favorite scenes too like favorite cut scenes because it's just <laughs> like because uh, he sounded so confident talking about some oh it's kind of easy you just uh you jump count to five and pull the cord so you know you see elena jump out of the plane and he's sitting there still trying to fly this motherfucker that's like going down it's like the hell am i doing so he yeah. grabs this and he starts <laughs> then that's when you realize that he's never done this before so he like grabs an extra parachute and makes it to the exit talking about some jump count to five pull the cord how hard could it be so he jumps out of the plane he's screaming one two three four five yep i mean hey hey he made it he survived yeah that oh that's that's another thing i should mention it's it's funny because naughty dog has actually released a statement about this game nathan never gets shot Okay. When you're playing, when no, when you are playing, when you are playing as Nathan, and you know you're getting shot at, and you see the screen start to turn gray, and you know the, the reds coming in. Yeah, that is actually indicating that your luck is running out, and once you get shot, you're dead. What? That is the way Naughty Dog explains it, and it it makes perfect sense with all the jokes about you know Nathan Drake being the luckiest motherfucker alive. Dude, you just blew my mind because that's I never. I knew will that. send you the link. I will not the link. I, uh, I'll send you the article that I read okay. that in. Please do. I believe you, but yeah, please send that to me. That's. But that's I was amazing. like, oh my god, that's fucking. Who would have thought about that kind of shit? But I mean, I guess if you're a, a, a treasure hunter and a skilled fighter, you gotta have some form of luck, especially with the shit that he puts his body through. Holy fuck. Well, so I find it. I also find it, and I'm not saying treasure hunting is an easy business, but when you got people like Indiana Jones, uh, Nathan Drake, Lara Croft, and the librarian, all of, the li- oh, I love the librarian. Yeah, I didn't I didn't expect that name drop, did you? I totally for I'm, I say I totally forgot about it. I've got all three movies over here. Like, <laughs> oh, the fucking books are great too. Oh, nice. Did you watch the show? Oh God, yes, Dude, um, and the movies. I was, I was so sad when the show got canceled after what was it, four seasons, three seasons. I'm, I'm hoping it. I wish it would come back. I don't think it will. I, I would don't love think it, it will to come either. Back. But but yeah, no. I mean, the last, the fact they got a last season was surprising enough. But yeah, I, I love the show. But anyway, oh, but yeah. yeah. So we got we got all those examples of these archaeologists, these treasure hunters, that go searching for these fabled things and end up in a like gunfight left and right or like in Nathan Drake's and even Laura Croft's uh you know uh, uh cases they're climbing things and going through small stuff constantly like okay i didn't know that was that that hard of a business like I mean, i'm a big I, guy i can't do it i mean i imagine that Nathan Drake's fingertips were fucking made of steel they almost have to be did you see some of the shit? I mean, obviously you saw some of the shit that he had to climb in that fucking game was fucking, like, ridiculous. Yeah, dude. Like Hanging off the edge of a fucking fortress wall made of brick and stone, and <laughs> all you're doing is literally just hanging there by your fucking fingertips. I mean, I've watched the, the, the American Ninja Warrior and, you know, the regular Ninja Warrior. Like, the fact that Nathan Drake is able to hold on with one hand while shooting with the other. Um, and swinging. Or swinging, it all depends. Like that's amazing. He should be on Ninja Warrior. 
because some of those guys can't even do that. Hell no. So, yeah. And, you know... Uh, but yeah, so after... Find, oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, you find out that uh, Elena survived the plane crash. You Well, you find her parachute, and then yep. you go to her, where her parachute is, and then that's when you get through the binoculars and see that she's in another fucking part of the fortress, like, just... Vi- like, nonchalantly. Like, how the fuck are you running into all these people and she hadn't seen a goddamn soul yet. That's because the game hates you. <laughs> it's literally there to to kill you and leave everybody else alone. I'm no, yeah, I was always one of them myself because you get to a part where there's no possible way she could have gotten through that without running into somebody, or even like you have to open up a, a gate that you are struggling with, and she is somehow on the other side of that gate like i mean i guess maybe she found a different path to there that would make sense but i i think that was i think that gate you're talking about is where you get the first uh west 44 revolver because you get on the radio and you see the guy standing at the gate and you say you hit the radio you start talking and and the guy gets up there hello and so you start talking it's like book up into and so he's like the gates open he's like it worked and then everyone runs out fucking <laughs> like fully like and loaded and shit talking about there like, he is God. oh shit <laughs> oh, I love it and then you know you get that gunfight, and it's just like how the fuck did she make it okay fuck her she can <laughs> obviously do this on her own let me go find my map so you go you find your the, where the plane crashed and you manage to make it by all those guys only to get your your map out of the plane come back down and then there's more guys coming from behind you that and was a, I, I saw that some was, pretty big motherfuckers jumping from really high up i said that was another spot where i've uh i died not a, as many as what's gonna be coming up here in a, in a little bit that that scene up there but i i kept dying because in the crushing because the guys behind me they didn't catch me by surprise but i just couldn't get to cover quick enough like they just they kept getting me yeah because that spot seemed to have a whole lot of those breakable walls yeah and yeah. when you're on crushing mode the breakable walls only last about two hits and it was done yeah it was quite annoying and then yeah when you finally make no you finally make it to where elena is and you find out that she's being spotted she's finally finally now she's been <laughs> spotted by two uh goons just chilling up on a balcony so you had to take one of them out in time only to have them turn around and blast the fucking ground out from underneath you and then we meet the third villain which does he really qualify villain i would say i i would say not a villain just a rival because and this is somebody that nate knew nate has probably worked with at some point in time in the past actually it's a call, but well, they mention it in that one game that I refuse to acknowledge being an uncharted game. Uh, don't don't mention it. We're good. We're good. <laughs> good. Okay, <laughs> fair, 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 I, fair. I, I still haven't played that one, and I probably never will. So we're you good. don't need to. Yeah. It ha- it holds no relevance to the actual story of Nathan Drake. I mean, honestly, neither does the uh, the novel. 
that came out. But the novel was still amazing. The novel really was fucking it. solid. Yeah. I'm still but, I mean, reading it again. Nice. Uh, yeah, and I, I... Do you, just out of innate curiosity, uh, have an idea of when that takes place? Like, I'm thinking it takes place between one and two. But I'm not... That's what 100%. I would think. Okay. Because, well... Yeah, yeah would, because his money was running out. Well, I'm pretty sure his money's always running out. It's Nathan Drake. Um, yeah. I just, I, I, I can't remember why, like, because I know, I don't think Elena was mentioned, or if she was, it was literally just that, just a mention. Yeah, uh, I haven't, I haven't made so it that far yet into it. So again, yeah. So it's either it takes place before one or between one and two. I, again, I, I it's it is an amazing book. So if anybody who is interested in Uncharted the games and, and wants to kind of expand the horizon, go find the, uh, the novel. What was it? The, Uncharted. The fourth labyrinth, the fourth by, labyrinth by Christopher Golden. Yeah. It's, it's really good. And if you want to dabble any more, even deeper into it, um, you'll have to do quite a bit of searching on your own because it's ridiculously hard to find. I know I've told it to you. I'll find uh, it at some point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. DC actually picked up a six-issue miniseries for Uncharted uh, that explains uh, another story that involves Nate and two characters that will be mentioned when we get to Uncharted 2. Yeah. Yeah, but, I, uh, I I can't find it. Well, well, I can't find it for anything less than 200 bucks. So, and that's just a trade. I'm uh, not going to pay 200 bucks for that just yet. I'm not that desperate. I'll just buy on Comixology before I do that. And that's the thing. I've hunted Comixology. It's not up there. I wish oh, it really? was. Oh, okay. I'm I'm Shit. wondering if the news that we got uh, yesterday about DC Universe going to strictly comics, if they'll start bringing over more titles that aren't necessarily pertaining to the superheroes, just every title that they've ever done. I can see that. Um I hope so, because if that's the case, then that'll be there somewhere. I mean, for Christ's sake, they have Scooby Apocalypse, don't they? Yeah, I think they do. And that's actually, I really like that. I do, too. That shit was pretty good. Um, Speaking of which, just out of curiosity, because I I haven't been able to find any actual answer on this. Do you know, I know that the DC Universe original stuff, like movies and TV shows, are going to HBO Max. What about the older stuff? Like, yes, Adventure of Superman, the Wonder Woman pilot, things like that. Yes, uh, that's what I that's what I heard. I heard everything is going over to HBO Max, the DC hub. Okay, uh, that's good because that's going to save me some time for my rundown reviews in a few months. <laughs> yeah, and we even got uh, uh Harley Quinn season three has officially yes. been announced yesterday. Woo-hoo. I did see that. I'm excited. Yeah, oh hell yeah. But uh, yeah, so so we're talking about Nate and Elena, and all that. Yeah. Um, uh, I know. Eddie like, Raja. Yes, Eddie's a good guy. I like Eddie. Eddie, um, he's just a fun character. He is such a smart ass too. Talking about yeah. some, but if you help me, it's like so. That's just my game. That's my options now. I either die now or help you and die later. You know what? I think I'll just die now. And <laughs> by by this point, uh. Before Eddie came in, you, you Elena realized that you're locked up 
she had she no had, idea that you were looking for her. She thought that something had happened to you and you were lost. She thought that she was rescuing you. Yes. And yeah, so it was, it was fun to see um, uh, Naked captured. Eddie comes in and he's just, you know, taught in this like, oh, well, you were, you're not in the situation where you can really, you know, do anything. I can help you get out of here and, and all this. And then Elena is at the window of his cell. It's like this, this, uh, this mortar looks like this. I'll be right back. <laughs> then I, while they're talking, you casually see just a hook start to slide. Dude, into I the love bar. that. Like, <laughs> Eddie didn't see any of nope. this shit. It's, then I was like, how, how bad can, uh, he said that he said Elena had escaped the island. He's like, Oh no, yep. she hasn't. And we will find her. He's like, how much trouble can one girl be? And like the wall <laughs> just fucking rips out and he snatches the fucking map. Nate, God damn it. Yeah, it, it, it threw everybody off and they're just standing there like, what, what, what what's going on? <laughs> Even Nate took too long to take the fucking map and run. <laughs> oh, I loved it though. And then, you know, you got the adventure where, you, you know, you had the, you had your first car scene where your car chase, where you, you know, I was actually pretty, my favorite of the vehicles in this game was that chase. Yeah, that was uh, pretty cool. Being able to blast through the fucking, uh, all the, all the vehicles off the road. And then that ultimately led to the worst, my least favorite vehicle in this game, the goddamn jet ski. Um, Fuck, I hated every fucking time I had to get on one. It was so goddamn irritating trying to have to shoot and fucking drive at the same time. Oh, dude, I loved it because you had the grenade launcher or the whatever the thing you had. But yeah, but not when you're on crushing and you've got fucking barrels in the water and being shot at it at the same time. Well, you just you shoot the barrels when like you come around the corner. That's everything. Every time I did that, I would come around the corner just a wee little bit, pop, 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 go a little farther. Pop, pop, pop. Go. Like, I, it took me forever, sure. But um, I just loved firing that thing because it had unlimited ammo. So Then you make it through the building and you leave Elena alone again. Shocker. Uh, who somehow manages to make her way around to where you are only to find out that she has something really important to show you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is after, yeah, you, you make landfall and go through a couple of buildings and all this and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm 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 skipping over like the stuff that doesn't yeah, pertain yeah. to the actual story, uh, just the action. There's a lot of violence in this game. Well, we a also have four than... games to go through, so yeah. Uh, but you find out that Sully is alive, and it looks kind of sus that he's working with uh, Navarro and Roman. I I I legit first time ever playing it, legit thought he was working with them. Dude, I did too. Yeah. I'm not because... even gonna lie. Yeah, you know, you you're introduced to these characters, you have no idea what's going on. Like, oh, he's dead, that sucks. Wait, he's alive? And he he's helping them? Okay. This isn't this isn't good. So that's when you get to the other jet ski part where you're going up river to the monastery. That one was annoying, I will give you that. That was the worst. Because the Barrels would be floating down the river. Yeah. And they were coming at you faster than you could stop to shoot them. And you yes. wouldn't know if they were coming down around this rock or around the other rock. And it's just like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That one, that one, I'll agree with you. That one was annoying. And, uh, 
then like once you get to the monster itself and you actually do get with uh nate you then see obviously that um he is not working with them he was just giving them the runaround because he actually you know is believed nate which is awesome like that 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 kind of warmed my heart for a minute well the fact that he he knew that nate was coming for him yeah like, like okay, you took cool. your sweet time yeah exactly and uh so then you go through the 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 cathedral tunnels yep. yeah the, all the tunnels and it's just then you got that joke about the uh you know be careful and he turns and immediately bumps his head into a wall uh, oh one, yeah. one thing we forgot um earlier when you're searching for yeah when you're searching for elena there are traps set up and, oh yeah um later on when you're with elena and they're they're searching for sully you notice that some of those traps were from their crash plane and there was these strange footprints in the mud that yes. did not look human no uh, so you know fast forward a little bit you end up completely raining on navarro's and Romans prayed by them finding out or first off you get pissed on by finding out that the building that you're looking for <laughs> is actually the building that Sully sent them to yep. thinking that he was sending them the opposite way when in reality he accidentally sent them to exactly where they needed to be I mean he didn't know no he, he had didn't no, he had no and, idea and Navarro wouldn't have figured out where how to fuck oh, solve no. that puzzle anyways um yeah, or Roman. Like they both were just kind of like, Doi. Oh, real quick, we should probably explain. Sully survived because of Sir Francis Drake's notebook that he had placed in his shirt pocket. The bullet got lodged in the book, so all it yep. did was hurt like a son of a bitch, as yep. he put it. I will say uh, one neat detail is because I think you see the book or you use the book again in like two or three. And there's still the hole in it. So, yeah, I actually went to GameStop uh, right after Uncharted 4, and there was a, uh, they had this little journal that you could buy. It was for Uncharted, and it looked like Sir Francis Drake and had a little sticker on it that looked like the bullet hole. Love it. That's awesome. Uh, and inside was like the map of all the games where, like, all the places he'd been in uh... the game. It was, it was pretty fucking dope. I love uh, that. <laughs> you can still buy it on Amazon. I'm sure I can. Um, but you end up finding out that this ancient monastery is connected to an old German military base. And this is where you find out that they were testing on some of the Germans. Um, you leave Elena alone. I, I start with you, that. You're all well because what happens, I think, is you um, you find the secret passage in the monastery, and then you get cut off from everybody. Yeah. If I remember correctly, but you do end up running it back into Eddie, um, and that's when these creatures, the Germans who are all freaky, come back through attacking everybody. Eddie sadly dies. 
uh, and then you find more. Sadly, that was like the I best think, fucking death scene it ever. Was, it was amazing. Like I, I felt bad for Eddie dying, but um, yeah, like did you that get, whole comic thing too, talking about so if we don't make it out of here, I want you to know I hate your guts. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> um, it really is. But yeah, like uh, uh, I think Sully was able to get away. Elena gets captured. You're still in this German whatever facility. Um, and as you're working your way through, you, you find some, um, I, I remember there being a film of these the guys. Per, the, yeah. The changing. German changing. Yeah. And then they were like, not worshiping you find out that El Dorado was actually a statue and not an actual city. I think you found that out, I think earlier on, but we kind of overpassed yeah, that. Yeah, because they found out that El Dorado meant the golden man, so they realized it was an idol. So now they had to find the idol, but they didn't know that the idol was, was cursed. Giant sarcophagus-looking thing. Diamond-encrusted fucking... Yeah. It looked like something from the Mayans. Yeah, it... Um, yeah, they, they had no idea. And that it, the curse, it almost seemed like every time that somebody touched it, it um, fucked them up. Yeah, oh, yeah, and we actually see it later. Yes, um, and you know we can't we can't talk about Elena being captured again without mentioning my other favorite asshole moment, which was you know Navarro and Roman having Elena and Nate accidentally got sent to the wrong part of the <laughs> facility right across the way. Yep. So they couldn't hear him speaking, but he got on the radio, and you know we're talking to him. It's like, if you try and follow us, we will kill you or we will kill her. And so Navarro's like smiling and waving the gun and Nate's just like, yeah, keep smiling, asshole. And he ends up getting his, uh, you end up meeting back up with Sully. Oh God. Yeah, dude, that shit sucked. I mean, I know Uh, we're probably the game to that. So yeah, cause uh, we're wrapping up uh, the first game and trust me, I know we're wrapping it up pretty quick, but what you got to understand is this game is still like worth three days worth of playing straight through. Uh, I think every time I play it now, it usually takes me about a week, but that's only because I play it about two, maybe three hours a night. Like I don't play it as much as I do as I used to, but it's still just a wonderful game. Oh, absolutely. Uh, You end up meeting Sully again, who's now pinned down by uh, mercenaries that Navarro had sent after him. Or not Navarro, Roman had sent after him. Uh-huh. Uh, take all them out, and you make it down to the the caves where they had found where they Elena was, and they have found El Dorado, the statue. Yep. And upon the statue, they try to warn. They tried. They tried to warn Roman not to open the sarcophagus. This dumb son of a bitch listens to Navarro. He's just like the real treasure is what's inside. So he opens it up and this fucking dust comes out and goes into his fucking lungs. And then like, he just starts bleeding from the eyes and starts snarling and just turns into this fucking like mindless monster and charges at Navarro who puts two and like puts one right in his brain. Yep. I mean, Navarro was right. The real treasure was inside. That's when we find out that the mastermind was not who we thought it was. It was not Roman. Navarro knew everything that was going yep. on. He was playing Roman for the fucking fool. Yep. Just to get his money so that he could get what he needed from, which was 
trying to get Eldorado out of there and sell it to the highest bidder to turn armies into these monsters and take over whatever they wanted to take over. It's literally chemical warfare. It really, they, yeah, it really wow. was. And, you know, that ends up leading to one of my badass moments to me, which was they end up lifting Eldorado out. Uh, Navarro and Elena are in the helicopter. So Sully covers you while these monsters are coming out of the hole and taking out all the mercenaries. So you don't have to worry about the mercenaries until you get to the second flight of steps when you got two guys walking down with shotguns. Uh, um, I even playing on normal, like I usually had one, maybe two monsters almost get me or actually, no, they did get me. So like I had to take care of them before I could even get up to the stairs. Yeah, the monsters never got me. It was always the, the guys like, in the stairs just because I'd forget where they were actually coming down. Yeah, I think so, I usually like ran right into their path. So that's kind of on, more on me than than anything else. So. And yeah. uh, you get the badass moment where Nate runs and jumps and grabs a hold of the, the, the net that has got El Dorado. And. He just casually, that's like my favorite part too. Cause like he's just casually hanging there with one hand and the fucking guy smoking a cigarette on the cliff side, turns around <laughs> and sees him just sitting there. He like, waves at him and everything. And, he, and chopper goes flying off and the guy's just like, wait, what, what? And then he ends up calling Navarro who now realizes that Nate's on the side. So he's trying to shoot him from a fucking helicopter. Yep. Accidentally shoots the pilot and Whoopsie. they crash land on the, on the ship. Yeah. Um, which that that mission that the ship getting to the final boss of Navarro was a bitch. Getting to like once you were at Navarro, taking him out was really fucking easy. But it was the fucking waves that you had to go through to get to him that were a pain in the ass. That was so annoying, especially when I I killed like three guys and okay I'm gonna start moving up and then another one pops up and pops me in the head. I'm like fuck you, dude. Like what the hell. <laughs> Then you finally make it to Navarro. You get Elena out of the helicopter just in time because you you knock the gun out of his hand and he's laying down on the ground. But when he stands back up, you realize like Nate looks down and sees the rope that like his foot is like standing right in the center of the rope. So he goes and pushes the whole fucking helicopter off the fucking boat. Yeah, Nate Drake pushes a helicopter it was off of the edge of the it was dangling on the edge anyway i just That's all he did fair. was touch it fair but at the same time it had el dorado attached to it on the ship yes yeah but it was slack <laughs> <laughs> and then navarro goes down and uh oh, he goes God. down with his treasure is i uh Oh God, I, that's the one line I don't remember because he calls him an asshole again. I'm yeah, naturally. Um, I want I want to say he says, uh, "Adios, adios, asshole" or something like that. I can see that. I can totally see that. And then you know they start to get ready to have their big romantic moment. Nate saved her, saved the world. And they get ready to have their big romantic moment. And then you hear Sully come up talking about us. I found us a boat. It's like, we already have a boat. And that's when you see that Sully, <laughs> like, while you had left Sully and he had taken out the mercenary and escaped the monster, somehow, miraculously, he managed yeah. to steal a shit ton of treasure. It's just like, I like my boat better. 
Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that was I, kind of boat. okay. Yeah. We're getting on your boat. <laughs> yep. Fuck this boat. This boat's got <laughs> dead bodies. That boat's got gold. I want that boat. That boat is great. Um, yeah. So that's uncharted one. That's only the first fucking game. Yeah. <sighs> we got two, we got three more games to get through. Oh, dude, we could breeze through these. Oh, definitely. So yeah, three is going to be the easiest to breeze through because oh, I think so. Um, yeah. So two years later, two thousand nine, because first one was made in two thousand seven. Two thousand nine, Uncharted Two: Among Thieves comes out, and uh, you know this one, same characters. We got Drake, we got Elena, we got Sully. Uh, we don't know in... we have Elena yet. Uh, fair not, point. Not, not at the beginning. Fair point. It, um, the, the way they the way they made this one, it seemed almost like James Bondish, like he's going to have a different love interest in every game, because yes. we end up meeting uh, Harry Flynn and uh, Chloe, Chloe Frazier. Yep, Chloe's and, pretty. I like Chloe. Trust me, I've had everyone sit there and be like, "Well, who do you like? Who do you, would you rather it be Elena or would you rather it be Chloe?" Dude, I'm uh, fucking Elena, down, Elena all the yeah. way. Elena hands hands down, but Chloe's awesome. Um, the so the one thing I love about this game though is we start out with the um the train scene and it's like Nathan Drake is practically dying in this train that is hanging off a ledge. Oh yeah, dude. This game was emotional as fuck, dude. It dude, like once you get through that, like holy fuck, Nate, what the hell are you doing? Uh but then this one is is pretty famous for you are you're doing um the, the beginning there, you're doing back and forth to where you're you're in the present with him on the train, dying in the in the snow in the Himalayas, and then uh, showing how it all started, then going back, showing back how it all started, months or something like that. Yeah, where you meet up with with Chloe, a, you're sitting on a beach, and you meet no, you meet Flynn first, and then he brings in Chloe, that, who's acting like she has no idea who the fuck he is. Yeah, uh, they have a so, job. The yep. perfect score. Which they don't mention who their boss is until later, but they had to break into a prison that. No, they had to break into a. Uh, no, a, a museum. museum. Yeah. They would go to prison for life if they broke into this museum. Yep. Istanbul? Um, it is. Yes. Yeah, maybe. That sounds, about right. that sounds about right. And, you know, you got. You got Harry Flynn, who I didn't know how to think of him, honestly, at first, like upon first meeting, because he seemed pretty all right. You know, he was making jokes with Nate, like, you know, there's a guy above you, there's a guy above you. Old college, old friends, yeah. Yeah. So it's like when when he does what he does, when you make it to the the treasure and yeah, you solve the riddle and everything like that that's in this museum. And then he stabs you in the back by escaping and pulling the rope up and leaving you in the middle of the museum and setting off an alarm on purpose so he can get away. Yep. Um, then it fast forwards to what, two months? He uh, had three been locked months. Up, three months. He had yeah. been locked up in uh, uh, prison. And, you know, Sully comes and breaks him out of jail. Well, no, no. Find- he doesn't break him out of jail. Sully walks up and he was able to like bail him. Find- bail him out and then chloe walks up he's like yeah no i'm good and close i don't think he closes the door but he no, really he says, wasn't get in here door. close the gate we're safer in here yeah he's like oh it's not so bad i even have my own bucket 
<laughs> the last cell I had to share with six people. Uh, fucking love it. And then, you know, you find out who the client was, which is a war criminal known as Lazarevich, uh, who has another nickname that I personally enjoyed. And every time I mention him, I call him that anyways. I heard Harry call him that later on in the game. Uh, Lazara bitch. Yeah. He's a, uh, a Serbian war criminal. Yes. And I know that he called him Lazara bitch, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you that boss fight against him. He Dude, was no look, bitch. Okay. Let's, let's get through the game first and then we'll talk about that boss fight. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. So after they, after Nate gets out of the jail, um, uh, Nate and Chloe go to Nepal and they're just following the clues. Uh, uh, wait, hold on. No, sorry. We skipped the I'm, jungle. Uh, yep, I skipped the jungle. Which, I mean, all that is is telling where... No, because that's where we found the tomb that had the map. Oh, and point. the dagger. Good point. Uh, those, are a little, dagger. those are kind of important. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A little bit. It's a little, 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 little key details. Yeah. Uh, you find a dagger in a, in a cave that was buried, uh, and the only way you can see the path to it is by lighting the resin that was found in the lamp from the museum. Well, they find some in the cave as well. Yeah. They find some in the cave and you find out that it was actually pieces of something called the Chintamani stone, which is what this game's about. The tree of life, the sap from the tree of life. One fragment of the Chintamani stone can make a normal man, a God. And it's uh, legend has it that is in the fabled city of Shambhala. Yes. And uh, that's actually a legit legend. Like all these things oh, yeah, are no, legit Shambhala. legends. Like that's, that's the crazy part. That's the thing I love about this game is that they're legit. It's this is history or legend or whatever um, it, with a little bit of a twist, but they, they twisted enough to where it could be real. It could not be real. We don't know. Like Sir Francis Drake, he he died in whatever uh, 18th century, whatever 19th century, wherever the fuck he died. And it's like, did he die though? Did he? Maybe he lived another 50 years and had heirs. Who knows? Yeah, it's I, I love it. It's it's wonderful. I remember this 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 scene though it, when it ended right before they went to Nepal had like two of my favorite lines in it which was uh when Harry finds him and you Chloe's playing both sides like she runs back and he's the cave, guns yep. drawn at him and so uh he said uh he said something what was it not too bad for a man who's been locked away for th- 3 months He's like better better than pissing away your time in a jungle without a clue. He's like, I found the ships, didn't I? He's like, you couldn't find your own ass with both hands. And Sully chimes in and a map. <laughs> then they lead to that chase scene where Chloe ends up getting you guys away. Um, and then they had that whole. He's like, I can't do this anymore. Sully's so like quitting and shit. I'm going someplace sunny. You could tell me all about it when you get back. So they so right before they. <laughs> jump off talking about so yes so, so what do you think uh was it so you're ready for this sundance after you butch see you in hell kid <laughs> uh dude i love Sully. like he definitely helped um mold nate into the smart ass 
it, uh, oh, absolutely. that he is. It's, and the fact that he play. wasn't in the second game, except for the begin, the first three chapters, and at the very end, it didn't take away. Because, no, it didn't. Because this game had so much story and so much like emotion to it that it was just like, I forgot that Sully wasn't even there. I yeah. was just like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, because he... Yeah, he shows up later. Uh, it's not very it's, end. Well, yes, but he's also it, him and Nate. Uh, okay, so to get to where was it? Um, actually, we're kind of at the part right now where they have to go to Nepal, and um, they end up running into uh, Elena. There, she's working on a story. This is this is Nate and Chloe, but later on they have to get to oh hell, where was it? There's another city that they have to go to, and they make the joke where uh Elena was able to put in the, the credit or, model. Well that, but they, they make the, the Elena makes the joke about Nate and Sully being married because that no, was that's, the only way that's she, Uncharted three. Was that three? Yes. Oops, sorry, I mixed my games. My bad. <laughs> I do. It's, it's easy to mix up because they were they were on and off again, you know. And this is the mission where you had to go find the temple that led you in the city in in the yeah, yeah, that is a secret temple, or it wasn't a secret temple. The temple entrance was secret that showed you that you had to actually go to the Himalayas. So off to oh, Tibet man, we go. I got, After, I got game confused. Sorry, that's my bad. No, no, it's fine. After you know, you're you you hop on a train to save Chloe, and dude, that train mission, I don't care if people that, get annoyed by it. I love I it. Fucking loved it. It's amazing. I love some of the lines, like, you know, uh it's like, how the hell am I supposed to fight a hello? And you know, you find a tank and start like hopping the tank <laughs> and you're shooting down the fucking helicopter. That and helicopter was a bitch before you got to that tank. Dude, every time I heard that thing were and I couldn't see it, I was like on the verge of like shitting myself because I'm like, where the fuck are you? I need, are you yeah, behind hiding, me? Are you aimed hiding. at me? What? Here we go. Yeah. And so this is where we get to where we were at the beginning of the game. The, the You have been shot by Harry and are basically bleeding to death yeah. on a train. And, you know, no, uh, you, Chloe, you Chloe's cover got. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Chloe's cover has been blown. You're kind of hurting. It's, it's literally one of those like, oh well, um, I I, I might survive. Which I mean, he kind of does because it. You get a repeat of the, the opening scene playing that again. I was, a little happy that you didn't have to actually climb the uh, seats again this time around. Oh God! Like all you had to do is climb the outside, which still was annoying. But um, you like hop in, and then it kind of does the uh, the uh, the cutscene, and then you're out again, and climbing some more. Like that. Thank you for that. That was great. And I'm also really thankful that I didn't have to fight all those guys again. Yeah. Because it shows yeah, you make that was it to annoying. the top. Yeah, you make it to the top. You get the yeah, dagger. And as you're fighting them too, it sucks. And it's funny because we mentioned it when we were talking about the first game, and. 
it's actually made a joke in this, but we didn't get it at the very beginning. We got it at the end when you get right there to the base of the cliff or right there towards the, the, the edge of the cliff and you get ready to hop up on that last part. And he's just like mutters under his breath, man, I'm so sick of climbing shit. <laughs> and then he has two more games of it. Um... <laughs> and, you know, then you find out that you've been taken. Uh, you, you were found, you see a figure in the, in the, in the snow, uh, which comes into play in a few minutes, you wake up in a, in a house in Tibet and, uh, you meet Tenzin, which I don't care if you didn't say much. Tenzin was a fucking G. Tenzin was cool. Yeah. Um, dude, that when later on, when the village kind of starts getting attacked, I was like, no, 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 no. no. What the hell? No, this can't happen. Cause like you walk through and you see all the kids and, yeah, he takes you to where you find out that the person who saved you in the snow, it was Tenzin, but you were sent by Elena or he was yeah. sent by Elena. Yeah. Elena is there and introduces you to Schaefer mm-hmm. who sends you on a mission to go to where his expedition was last seen. Yeah. Uh, and then once you get there along the way, you see like little fast shadows of actually, no, actually you start off seeing just the shadows and then you see the actual thing looks like a fucking Yeti. Yep. And like a, Ten- like a Yeti on steroids. Yeah. This is why like- I say Tenzin was a G because Tenzin got choked out by this thing, got up and started carrying on like it was nothing. <laughs> uh, so you Tenzin. make it to the temple that, Schaefer sent you to and there's a book about the tree of life and this is where you find out what the real power of the Chintamani stone is and the fact that Schaefer took out his entire expedition because he realized that they were for a darker purpose working with the Nazis and they were going to like divvy up what they found from well I'm pretty sure that he was sent there by Hitler like he was part of Hitler's group and he saw differently once yeah he got he's there. like no i can't i cannot give this to the fuhrer does not matter how much i i respect and follow him this is world changing and this could destroy everything he so he he's like no i i yeah he kills his crew and he kind of buries it and he's like all right i'm gonna go live uh live my life uh in exile i guess and you know once you make it out of the temple after being attacked by, I think four or five more of these damn uh, Yeti looking motherfuckers. Um, you Dude, make that it first, to the top. that first time you get attacked by them when you're in that one, it little took me forever. Thing. I mean, I was happy out. that that gun, you know, you had unlimited ammo at the time, but fuck dude. Like I'm sitting there, the, the, the damn Yeti's charging me and I'm firing my gun point blank at him. And he's just like, throws me to the other side of this this platform like what the hell man how was it take to kill these guys yeah and that's that was the other thing i really enjoyed like i didn't have to put it on crushing for it to be a challenge because even on like a normal setting it was still this one was pretty goddamn challenging uh and you know when you make it to the top that's when we get to what you were talking about about the village being attacked you see smoke Mm -hmm. coming from the village so Somehow we made it there in five minutes as opposed to the fucking 30 it's or a, 40 minutes that it took us to get to this place. It's a cutscene. A lot could happen in a cutscene. Just look at Game of Thrones. 
<laughs> fair. Fair. <laughs> Very fucking fair. <laughs> and uh, so we make it back to the village to realize that Lazarovich has sent his entire army there to find you. Yes. And because you got away with the dagger that he needs to unlock Shambhala. Mm-hmm. Well, this is where Tenzin goes into like full effect. Like, and this is where you find another fucking surprising one hitter gun that comes into play later as being very fucking useful against a certain set of, uh, dude, guns. when I found out that it one hitted those things, I was like, uh, why was I not aware of this shit? Sooner? Right. Just what, what the hell do they have in those arrows? I don't know, I don't... but God damn. Yeah. We're, we're talking about the crossbow. The crossbow. Yeah, it was is, basically the equivalent of the golden gun from Goldeneye. Yeah. Yeah, especially since like when you go to fight them later on, I'm sitting there with my AK and I'm just taking a full clip to them and they're just jumping around, bouncing around. I was having oh. to like lure them towards the blue sap. And that didn't you know, work. Yeah, yes. I uh eventually later on when you have when you're facing off against both them and Lazarevich's people, I'm just sitting there in that one little like tower thing. Uh, when you're later, like toward the end of the game, I'm oh, yeah, sitting with the trees sprouting through the middle and they're like yeah. attacking the, the, the army. I'm sitting there with a rocket launcher, just blowing the entrances, killing everybody. But, um, I also sat at that like entrance for five minutes, blowing them, blowing them up as they're coming through and then realizing well, I should be moving on right now. Why am I not moving on? It's because I was in a certain spot where it just kept them responding. I had to move to move the game forward. It kind of sucks. Oh, that sucks. So, I, yeah, I literally sat there for five, ten minutes just blowing them up as they're coming back. I'm like, I guess I'll stay here. Uh, whatever. I skipped this. Yeah, I skipped this up. Sorry. Yeah, before we get to that, we end up finding... Uh, we f- we find out that Schaefer's been taken. We blow up a fucking tank. We make it to an ancient monastery deep in the Himalayas that is supposed to have the entrance to Shambhala. And then once you make it down there, that's shortly thereafter when you find out that, or not when you make it down there, just before you get down there is when you find out that Lazarevich killed Schaefer. Well, you, I'm pretty sure you find that out before you get, uh, yeah, yes. Um, you find that out that Schaefer is, uh, has died. You then go chasing after Lazarevich to stop him from getting there. Cause I think he, um, like gets the dagger from you or, or Schaefer had the dagger. Somebody had the dagger and well, he couldn't. Lot- he couldn't get into Shambhala without Nate because Nate was the only one that had the knowledge on how to get through Correct. the entrances. But, um, and, but Nate didn't realize that Nate is like, well, he's got the dagger. They could figure it out. I have to stop them. Yeah. And you know, he plays his cards right because he yeah. says that, uh, which one's going to like, he, he makes it to where Lazarvich keeps both the women alive mm-hmm. just to keep, and he'll work with him if he keeps both the women alive. Uh, this is he knew that he was never gonna they was gonna kill them all anyways, but so he was just playing his cards right and hoping for the best. Uh, this is this is where we find out that um, 
the Yeti monsters were actually just costumes and underneath the costumes were these avatar looking motherfuckers. Like not last uh, air, not last well, airbender avatars, but I would say they're cause they're blue, but they are like just giant blue hulks. They're really they smurfs. Yeah, they are yeah, they are just huge. And they're and they're it, all costumes. It's all costumes. They're and I'm these. trying to figure out like what the fuck was uh Lazarovich's men, the ones that had the big fucking like Gatlin gun? Mm-hmm. What was their armor made out of? Because I could kill a uh what what they they called them guardians. I could kill a guardian with a rocket launcher in like two hits if you aimed it right. Yeah. It still took three hits to take this son of a bitch out. Yeah. Um What's better than Kevlar? Uh <laughs> fucking the shit they make the space shuttle with. Maybe whatever Batman has. There you go. <laughs> but you find out they're they're just guardians. They're keeping people from making it to the Chintamani stone. Yep. Uh, upon making it through apparently an underground place that has sunlight and has like half sunlight, half rain and, and a fucking monsoon at some point, uh, you make it to the temple where Harry is waiting for you completely bloodied up. Lazarvich saw no need for him anymore. So he left him for dead with the parting gift that he was supposed to give Nate, which was a grenade. Yep. And in this process, we get a dude. I'm not even going to front. I almost fucking cried because I legit thought Elena was fucking dead. Dude. I was first time playing it. I was so I was fucking hurt. I was, yeah, I was like, I was hurt. I was pissed. And all I wanted to do at this point was just kill the Zarvich. As I was, that was the once that happened, I knew the second that I saw Elena like laying there bleeding and you gave her to Chloe and said, Go, I've got to stop this. Chloe being the bitch that she was at the time, tells us if you don't owe this world anything, uh, I'm sorry. Elena just took a fucking grenade. For nothing? No, that ain't yeah. happening, son. I'm, no, I'm going stopping after this. Yep, yep, yep. And so I knew the second that that happened, I was not stopping this game the first playthrough until I finished this fucking game. Well, I mean, you're literally at, and I've done that with every single one. And now we know where the like the climactic part is. It's like you don't want to stop the game. You know, you're right there at the end. Um, yeah, and you cut. You could. First time playing, you could definitely guess you're right there at the end. Like you, everything is converging to this point. Um, but yeah, you do track down Lazarevich to the Chindamati Stone, which is in this like little valley of um, of water and resin and just everything. And growing like they, the the base of it is pretty much underneath the Tree of Life. Yeah, this. <laughs> fight fuck this fight was yeah so fucking look the first time playing it i had no idea what i was doing obviously so i'm Same. shooting him he's he's rushing me and i'm shooting him and nothing's happening he's literally snapping my neck the minute he he grabs me so i'm running around and like i accidentally shoot one of the resins that is growing from the sap or growing 
from the roots and he happened to be right by him like oh oh so the, that hurts him okay <laughs> and then i died five more times uh <laughs> and and they can't start you off like because there was there was three cut scenes before the final you know final fight before you finally took him out yeah and it couldn't start you off at the one you previously no. did. No, it's got to start, start you all the way the fuck over from the very beginning of the fight. So every time I died, I fucking, there was actually in my uh, one playthrough I did, I think last year, I got to that part and I kept dying. And this is on like moderate mode or normal mode or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I'm done right now. I'm going to take a, take a break. I'll come back to, to this tomorrow. And oh, I was I, literally, I come back the next day. I think I died like once, and that killed him. But it was just one of those things that I kept dying because it was I was getting close to to defeating him, and takes me back to the beginning. That is <sighs> infuriating. And you know, once you finally beat him, it, 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 once you finally beat him, I'm glad they give you that cutscene because if they didn't, and you had to go immediately to running like you do in the game, yeah. I would have probably been extremely pissed off because you've got to give me a little bit of celebration time real quick because right. that shit was fucking bonkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you you get the you get the everything is collapsing because apparently yep. everything that Nate Drake touches turns to shit. Schaefer says it himself. Uh, <laughs> so it's collapsing. You're having to run, and it fucked me up the first two times I did it because about halfway across this bridge that's falling down underneath of you the camera angle flips around and now you're having dude. to run towards the camera instead of away from the camera. And it's just like, dude, no, the bridge is collapsing in front of me. Turn me the fuck back <laughs> around so I can see what's coming. Um, I kept having, uh, cause at one point the, you jump on one of the bridges and it starts to drop down and it's going at an angle and you're sliding down with it. And I think, one of Lazarevich's guys like gets a hold of Chloe, or you you have to shoot something so that it doesn't hit you and Chloe. And either I missed it or I didn't shoot it in time, and I either got shot or got crushed. I can't remember which. I remember that being a problem a couple different times. Yeah, but... it was. Uh, it was. Uh, Chloe was waiting for you at the entrance with Elena. And yeah. one of the guardians had got up from behind you there we go. or okay. from behind her. And you're screaming at her, drawing your gun, telling her to get out of the way. And the guardian jumps on her. So then the bridge is starting to fall. So you're having to shoot him, shoot the guardian while you're falling. And it's so fucking shaky. Yeah. That you're having was... to like aim it properly or else you both fall off the edge of the mountain and die. Um, yeah. So once you got that, you grab Elena, you pick her up and you fucking like charge out and you get that good line. What the hell happened back there? Oh, uh, you know, just saving the world. And you know, they go off, and you still think Elena was dead because, like, you go well, out to the mountain and yeah, like because the very next scene, it's it's a funeral, and you're yeah, like, yeah, oh, like, he's shit, holding this, okay, he's holding this thing and like kind of staring at the statue in the middle of the town, and you're just like, no, she fucking didn't, right? No, she fucking didn't. And luckily enough, you see Chloe come out, and you know. She makes her snide little remarks, and then you see Elena being carried out by Sully, which my heart fucking felt <laughs> so much better when I saw Elena walking out. I was like, fuck yes. Uh, so Sully's carrying her out, and Chloe's like, go to her. Treat her right. You know, Chloe, of all people, is telling her, telling Nate, you know, 
she's what's important right now. You go be with her. I got other shit I got to do, but face it, you're going to miss this ass. Yes. <laughs> then you get, then you get typical Sully talk about some, uh, which way did Chloe go? It's like, you're a dirty man, Sullivan. Yeah. <laughs> And you get that sweet little moment that had the, the jokes, like you cried. No, yeah. she said you were scared I was going to die. She's like, how scared were you that I was going to die? A four. She's <laughs> like, a four? I was at least an eight. He's like, no, those guardian things were an eight. He's like, what the hell's a 10? Clowns. <laughs> <Ed Fetters. laughs> that was like the best. I was like, I got your tears. I have them in a jar. I have proof. And it cuts away to, you know, the, the credits. Uh, and this was my uh well no i'm I'm gonna leave that one because we're gonna finish off the episode talking about the ranking on how we like our favorite to least favorite of the franchise uh starting off on uncharted 3 uh this one is iram of the pillars uh which is another uh ancient legend about the djinn we'll get into that the farther we get into the story because that's when things start unfolding uh at the very beginning you meet uh talbot fuck talbot fuck talbot (laughs) i'm just gonna go on ahead and start off talbot fuck him yeah he's um he's a special kind of asshole but this game is awesome because it does a whole lot of flashbacks going back to how Sully and Nate met. Yep. Yeah, that, that was that was cool. It. Um, yeah, that that was really cool. Um, you, you, I know you, you start out with them at a bar. Do they flash? Yeah, because once you get through that bar scene and they get shot by Talbot and the other character, uh, Marlo. Um, it was actually Charlie Cutter that, well, that, Cutter shot, that them. shot them, but um, it was on not their orders because Marlo didn't want them to be shot. You jump back to Nathan being a kid and he is in a, uh, a museum. Is it a museum or it was it just a? It was a museum. Okay. A museum in um, uh, Cartagena, Cartagena, Cartagena. I don't have to say a damn thing. Columbia. Yeah. It's in Columbia. It's, it's in Columbia. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was kind of... It, it threw me for a second, but I'm like, oh, okay. This is interesting. And I, and I can't this. believe it's taken... I can't believe it's taken us talking about two games to mention this, because this plays a very important part in this game in particular. Nate wears a ring around his neck that was Sir Francis Drake's that says Sick Parvis Magna. You yes. find it. You, you find out about it in the first game, and on the inside of the ring, there's an inscription of what looks to be a date. Now, this is not a date. This is actually coordinates that led you to the, 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 the coffin that was buried at the bottom of the sea. Yep. Which is the, the reason, beginning of the first game. Yeah. The very beginning of the first game. So the reason that I bring that up now, I should have brought it up earlier, but we I should it would but- be... I figured it would be more important now because the third game focuses on that ring. Yes. Uh, which is why they flash back to the museum because that was what Nate was after. The ring and this, um, was a, a, like a ring. Uh, what's the damn thing called? Okay. Um, not a, not an abelisk. It was a, um, 
Shit. I'm looking it up. Yeah, I'm trying to you too. Can, you carry on. I'll look it up. Um. So yeah, it's so whatever this this ring reader is, um, that's what Nate was after. Both of them in uh, in when he was a younger kid. Marlo has that. Marlo, as older, well now Marlo uh, has that, and they want Drake's ring because they need that to try to find the uh, alarm of the pillars. Um, so what had ended up happening though, Cutter is actually working with Nate and, and, uh, Sully. He was their inside man and they had, you know, because they're, they are, um, common. They had swapped rings and was now tailing Talbot and Marlo. They, uh, meet up with, with Chloe again, because Chloe was their basically their driver, whatever. Um, end up finding this warehouse and finding this um, underground, uh, what was it, base kind of thing. They do get that thing back. I wish I could remember what it was called. I'm still looking. Are you good? Because <laughs> that's going to drive me fucking insane if I don't. I, it was uh, just like a fuck because they even mentioned it in four, like they they talk about it in four depending on what storyline you click. Yeah, the uh, yeah the little quips. Yeah. Um. So ultimately, what what happens here is they figure out where they need to go. They get coordinates from that from the ring and from this. They end up going to Syria. Uh, and they have to find, you know, there, there's a clue there in whatever temple. Uh, wait, hold on. You need that. Yes. Um, they find some amulet, I guess. I'm trying to remember that. Yeah. Yes. So they're in Syria and they're, they end up going to, I think, one of Drake's. No, it wasn't Drake. It was... Shit, what's that guy's name? I don't, I don't. Three is so okay. So when they get to this this like castle, and they have to go down the basement, and they end up in a um like a, a not a monastery, a, uh, a like a crypt, and they get like half of this amulet that they kind of sketch out onto a piece of paper, and Chloe and Cutter get the other half. Uh, wherever they were at. Uh, one of them was in Syria. Uh, Annette, Chloe and Cutter were in Syria and uh, Sully and Nate went to Chateau and the Chateau fight was like badass to me. When that they was started cool. set, when they start the graphics in that for PlayStation three, when they started setting fire to the fucking house. Yes. Yeah. Dude, that whole yeah, scene was, was just awesome. I did kind of, kind of jump ahead there. Sorry. Um, to do, 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 do yes so uh let's see so after they meet back up the the amulet basically points them to Yemen um and as they're trying to escape though cutter breaks his leg um and so <laughs> there there is a part where uh cutter gets infected 
abducted by Talbot. He gets yes. um, he gets drugged. Yes, he gets drugged, and he kind of is led to believe that Nate is really the bad guy. There was a a fun little fight scene between hit those two while they're going through some catacombs. That was uh, I took cover down pretty easy on that one. I mean, he's you know he's drugged. <coughs> yeah. Um. Oh, and and you can't forget about the spiders from Chateau. I did forget about well, hell, I forgot the Chateau completely. So yes, once they were finding <laughs> the, when they found the one half of the amulet, the after um you know whatever puzzle you have to to do, there were these creepy fucking spiders that are chasing after you. Dude, that shit made my skin crawl. Ah, uh, yeah, man, it was uh, it was it wasn't good, um. Let's see here. Uh, so yeah, so you go to go end up going to Yemen. This is what I was talking about uh, or, uh, during last game, where Nate and uh, Sully are supposed to pretend that they're married, which was <laughs> fun. Yeah, he goes to hug Elena. She's like, "No, that's actually frowned upon in these parts." Uh, but you two can hold hands. Yeah, <laughs> I love it because Nate actually tries to hold Sully's hands. Like, get the fuck off me! <laughs> it was great. <laughs> um and then you got the you got the pun when they found the the well and he's just like well 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 <laughs> uh that happens again in, in the fourth one um i know at some point yeah um we do jump back in the gameplay you get another flashback to uh to young nate and young sully and Sully finally uh, kind of a, not accepting him, but taking him under his wing kind of thing. Uh, and this is where he introduced him, himself as Nathan Drake. You know, he's the, the descendant of Sir Francis Drake. And, and Sullivan's like, yeah, that's not true. It's like, how do you know? Um, and then that, he gives him the rundown on all the knowledge that he's like, we only think that he's been dead, that yep. he died. And this, 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 that, that, that. And then Sully's like, okay, kid, you know your things. Let's, it's uh, funny let's because, like, it's funny because they, like, the way that they tell the story and the way that they come up with these theories about, you know, how Sir Francis Drake might, not, like, dude, it legit sounds like it could be possible. Oh, yeah. You still looking up the? Uh, the I sure I do. I'm not gonna grind my fucking gears until I find out what the fuck it is. is I'm it, listening. It's not like I'm, an astrolabe, right? It's, it's it is. And that's exactly what it's called. That's what it's called. <laughs> Sorry, it literally just popped in my head. My bad. I knew it was glade something. I just could not figure out the fucking yeah. Uh, okay, astroglade. Okay, got that. Ring decoder, astroglade, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um. So as they are in Yemen, Nate gets drugged, similar to how Cutter did. Uh, and I think he realizes what's going on and like he runs off to get away because from he didn't want to hurt. Yeah, he didn't want to hurt uh Sully or Elena. Yeah. Uh and this is where Talbot gets a hold of him. And he he does end up chasing Talbot. He sees Talbot and starts chasing him. That um, chase was not nearly as good. It was annoying more than anything else that part uh, yes 
But he also he he Marlo captures him, and this is where she like has a file on him and starts talking about him. And we find out that Drake's name isn't Drake. Yeah, we, we don't know where it is. We we don't find we don't find anything out right now. Uh, I think all they we say get is like, a hint. Yeah, I think they say it's Nathan. I think even the paper shows like an M. Yeah, if I'm correct. So it's like, what the what? No, no. You know what? I'm actually. I think I might be jumping ahead. Um, because she mentions how she, how he got his name, or she mentions that Drake wasn't his name. It it's just a, it's a quick little thing that you see on his face that once she says it, he is instantly pissed and like <laughs> instantly looks like, okay, what the fuck bitch? Like I'm going to stop you. And the thing that caught me off guard with this whole scene while he's sitting at the table was, and you find out in a, like a few minutes after, like who the fuck was this random dude just chilling at the table that you hadn't seen? That's just sitting there smiling at him. Like he didn't say <laughs> two fucking words. He hadn't been in the whole fucking game. He's just sitting there at the table, smiling at Nate. And I'm just like, hold up you're up to something and I don't like it, but I didn't think too much into that because I knew shit was about to get real. Cause a few minutes after that, he does that fucking boss ass table flip and immediately starts chasing down fucking Talbot. Yep. And yep. that was the fast, that's, that's the that's chase good, that I like. That's a good chasing. Cause he's like uh, running after him. Thomas and Talbot, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, the, you know, I, I get he's pissed at Talbot. He's also pissed at Marlo. Why did he chase Marlo? I'm pretty sure he'd be able to catch her quicker. Because Talbot is his goal. Like it, it, he knew that Talbot. If he knew that if he had done anything to Marlo, because Talbot was younger, stronger, and faster than he'd easily Marlo, go after. He would know where Sully is and get word out to take out Sully. Exactly. Yeah. It, he it, needed it, Talbot taken care of right then, right there. <laughs> Yeah, it uh yeah, it's it's fun. And you know, you don't make it out, you end up getting knocked out. And when you come to, here's that guy that we were just talking about at the table that was smiling. He is a Haitian pirate, just you know, working for Marlowe, and he was just supposed to take uh Nate and Sully out of the picture long enough for them to get ahead. Um uh, so this part was annoying. Ramsey's, yeah, that's the the pirate's Ram- name. Ramsey's, yes, Ramsey's. Um, this part was this, highly annoying. This fight in the uh, at the freighter, or well, not freighter, the boats was <sighs> terrible. Yeah, yeah. The the one the one, especially on the like the cruiser when you're in the the like the uh, whatever party deck or whatever the fuck it is, that was just that was annoying. That was. Because the everything's swashing around and you have no idea what the, how the fuck to get out. Yeah, but you know, you you end up making it all the way through. Uh, yeah, all the way through to where you think Sully is. You see a guy sitting in the middle of this room. No one's around him. You go up to a, take off the the sack and realize that it's just a dummy. Yep. Sully was never with them. They just yep. wanted Nate out of the picture. So now it's. Now you don't give a shit. Now you're pissed and just want to get off the fucking ship to go back to what you were doing to find Sully. So at, in the, in the uh, spur of the moment and 
dumbass look that he has, he grabs a grenade, throws it at Ramsey's, and shoots him before, and right then blows the grenade in midair, yep. uh, causing the hole to breach, and water just start pouring in. Well, it gets bonkers from there because now you're having to climb through the wall, climb through this ship as it's tilting over on its side. And this is another scene where the graphics were it was incredible. It was amazing. Well, and you notice that with every game because every game is, you know, years down the line and, and they, the, had a chance they work it. it. Yeah. It's just the graphics get better and better and better. But the, when, when he makes it back to the ballroom and the boat is completely on its side now and going under. Yep. But the, it had the glass ceiling and they show the glass ceiling and it looks like if you were to take a glass and submerge it into water and you can literally see it, the, the ocean yeah. climbing up. That is fucking great. It was, it was beautiful. It really was. Um, yeah, yeah, obviously, Nate escapes. He uh, gets out of there. I think he... From what, not before really, Ramsey's cracked, like, shoots the fucking glass out I completely. I mean, it's fine. It's whatever. Ramsey dies. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Ramsey's. Yeah, he, he's, he's a That was actually a pretty badass scene, too, though. He the was awesome. Just like, dude. Like, that, like, the fighting of that, that all that scene aside, like, all getting to that point, Ramsey's was a really good character. I really liked his... his you only see him for... Don't see him very long, but he was a really good character. I was um, trying to be polite. Yeah. Uh, once the ship sinks and and Nate makes it back to shore, uh, he finds out that Sully really was captured by Marlowe and Talbot, and he led them to um, Ubar, which the I believe Ubar is Kali. yeah. Um. And come to find out, Elena didn't know what had happened to Nate, so she was going to give the rescue mission on her own. Which is awesome. Like, good good on her. Yeah, dude. Like, that scene in the hotel room was, was fucking beautiful. Like All the guns laying the, on the bed. <laughs> the, the guns laying on the bed, and then he just, like, goes and lays down in her lap for a few minutes. And, like, yeah. you know, he sees the ring on her finger, and he apologizes. And you can see that, like, she's getting fucked up in the head by this. Well, yeah, because you finally realize, like, obviously in the first game, they had uh, a new romance. So just fun, fun, new, new thing. The second game, they're separated because they're having problems. Uh, by the end of the second game, they're like, OK, let's give this another shot. Well, you know, by the third game here, you this find is out what the problems were. I said, this was five years after four years after the last game. No, two years. Sorry, my bad. They were married. Um, they had been married. And now they're got separated. separated. So yeah, it's and even I think even uh, uh, Elena says at this point, or she says at one point in time that uh, we couldn't be together because you couldn't give up your obsession, obsession with, with Sir Francis Drake. So that was that was kind of one of those things, like nice little punch of the gut. You know, and this comes into play at the very, very end of this game, and I thought it was beautiful, but we'll get to that. Yeah. I, that one I don't want to touch base on until we get no, there because we'll I get, loved it. Um, they go, they they do the chase. Nate ends up on the cargo ship, which was he, badass. That was pretty cool. Like when, um, when you, like, he's like, plane. sorry, a plane, not a yeah, ship. He's right. like, 
He was like, you go get in that truck and you get away. I'm going to get on this plane. And all of a sudden, everybody knew that he was in the airfield. So he's like literally on foot running, like yep. trying to catch up with this plane that's <laughs> clearly outrunning him. So then you see a fucking Jeep. And I'm like, at first, I'm like, fuck, are you kidding me? So then I realized it's Elena. Yep. And he's like, that's my girl. So he jumps in the the, thing, the the truck and she hauls up to the like the front landing gear he climbs on the hood and fucking jumps onto the wheel of an airplane as it's going up. Yep. You know, the classic thing you see in the movies that guaranteed does not work. I mean, I'm sure it does, but I, I always think that they're going to get crushed. And I know there's room. I get that there's room under there when they, when the landing gear comes up, but I always think they're going to get crushed. When when that uh, happens, the thing that got me was like the next the next uh, mission chapter was called uh, Stowaway, and he was quiet as a mouse in that vent. How the hell did they know he was there? Um, like what wasn't made really them that suspect quiet? that he was even there? Well, it's maybe Nathan he was. <laughs> he might have he might have gotten up in there and was snoring and shit. Honestly, I could. I, and I don't remember because it's been a while since I played that, but I could definitely see him being one of those things where he's starting to crawl through, he's making a ton of noise, and then that falls through. You know, I could see that happening. Yeah, but and, you know, you you get the fucking badass part where like he opens the hatch and people start falling out. The plane gets starts going mm-hmm. down because they blow a hole in the side of it. Because uh, Nathan doesn't uh, like he's like Schaefer said, everything he touches burns or gets destroyed because it's nathan drake yeah and you know you grab a hold of the damn uh cargo freight and pull the cord so that the it it parachutes down and this leads to probably in my opinion i know it probably wasn't more than five minutes but it felt like a goddamn hour walking through the desert dude so annoying like fine sure but so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, you come across the ghost town, which surprise. That was, that has, was pretty cool. Yeah. Has fucking Marlo's army. Somehow yep. you caught up to Marlo's men. Um, I'm going to assume they got stalled because they have no idea where they were going. Cause you're literally in a desert. Like, well, they were Everything probably, looks well, yeah, the same. Yeah, Scully was probably like turning them around all over the place, and that's you know, what he does. And not to mention, they didn't have any of their their cargo because it got surprisingly destroyed. Yeah, don't don't know what happened there. Yeah. Uh, then you meet Salim. Yep, he was cool. And oh, Salim was badass. Uh, he rides you right into the dust storm that is surrounding Aram of the Pillars. Uh, which once you make it in, once you save Sully and make it into there, uh, Salim first, uh, yeah, Salim helps you save Sully. Yep. And he explains to you about the gin, at which point, you know, it's more than just rescuing Sully from Marlo. We got to yeah. fucking stop her. Yeah. Like, what he completely. says here, uh, he, Salim explains that Ubar was doomed by King Solomon, uh, when he imprisoned, uh, the, the gin, in a vessel and cast it into the city. So he, so Solomon cursed the city and kind of fucked everybody. Yes. And it, 
it was a, that was actually a terrifying story. But then again, I grew up watching shit like Wishmaster, so I knew what. Like every time they said Jin, that was what I immediately thought they looked like. Well, now I've, I've always I've known what a Jin is for years. It was one of those um, one of those things where yeah, I heard the uh, grim fairy tale or just some story about yeah, the Jin are Jin are assholes. Like genies, genies. I mean, genies can be assholes too, but like Jin are like oh yeah, they're a genie, but you you want to. To uh, you want a million dollars? Oh, they'll get you a million dollars, but you're not gonna like how they get you that million dollars. Exactly. We had you're to gonna end up in jail. There. Yeah, yeah. So with your gun. Yep. Um. So yeah, so we we get to uh the city at some point. I, I can't after after some some more. Yeah, you make it. You, more, you make it through the dust. You take out yeah. some army. And you make it to the city where you find the fountain of water. And yet again, Uncharted and Naughty Dog decide they want to say, fuck my feelings, because you hear, you see the eclipse. And then you saw it's just like, oh, if that ain't the damnedest. And then you hear the gunshot go off and he just like looks. And then that's when you see the red start coming up on his chest. And you're just like, no, the fuck they didn't. And I should have known. Uncharted has pulled this shit twice. They did not. I was like, they did not fucking just kill Sully. And I'm mad as fuck. And once again, climax of the game, I can't stop playing until I find out how this shit plays out. Which is interesting because what happens next is you start seeing Marlo's men, but it looks like they're being possessed by demons. Yeah. I guess they look like straight fire sense. demons to me. Dude, it was well, yeah, because like once you shoot one of them, they pop into a fire demon, and then they're damn near unkillable. Like what the fuck? Because they're fast as shit. Yeah, and you know, you make it through the whole city, and you start having the flashbacks again. You're a kid all of a sudden, and uh, you make it to that one scene where Sully had saved you. The only difference is the guy that was going to shoot you as a kid was actually sully so you actually had to shoot him before he shot you yeah and there was that whole fucking thing. sucked um it, it obviously gets figured out that the water in the city is what was poisoned uh it was yeah it it, it was poisoned because it was causing everybody to have hallucinations so it was that was what was in the darts that you know Cutter got shot with earlier that Nate got shot with, you know, when they got the Yemen, it, and then it you drove know, you crazy. Then after you make it past all the army, you find out that Sully is alive, which is where you find out what's really going on. Cause yep. he's like, uh, you drank from that fountain and then you just completely lost it and just ran off. Yeah. It took me forever to catch up with you. And if you, you know, obviously you don't trust it because Sully's standing in front of you. You think Sully's dead, so he has his gun drawn to him. So he like takes the gun and then flicks him on the nose and says, "Don't ever <laughs> point a gun at me again." And uh, I love. Is that. it just me, or did Sully's gun continuously grow longer in every cutscene of this fucking uh, game? I didn't notice that much. It probably did, but I didn't notice that much. But uh, that's when they realized that. Marla wasn't after the water. Marla was what was that was after what was in the water. And then you cut away and you see, you know, the whole uh, crane lifting up something out of the water. So 
you have to go and Sully ends up getting knocked into the water by Talbot. You dive into the water and get the flare gun that Sully had stolen from their men and blow the crane up. Yep. Uh, which leads to some more badass moments of, you know, fighting to get your way out yet again of another place that Nathan Drake has destroyed. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you make it to a point where uh, Marlo falls into quicksand and she's begging you for help. Talbot's begging you for help. And you're just like, but fucking why? Uh, so because she then Nathan tries to Drake pull the string. He's a good guy. That's why. Then she tries to pull the strings. It's like, uh, this is your ring. You want it back. Uh, which sick Parvis Magna, if we haven't mentioned it yet, means greatness from small beginnings. And she's like, earn your greatness, prove your worth. And so he's like, I don't have anything left to prove to you. And like, he tries to, he doesn't act, try to save her. Yeah. Unbeknown to me, I have no fucking idea. I would have let her fucking die. But, uh, he tries to but save she, her and it doesn't she work. She really wasn't the real enemy. Like Talbot was the real enemy. Marlo was just an inconvenience. Similar yeah. to how similar to how Roman was in the first game. Like well, she was being used. It seemed almost like Talbot had like kind of a love interest for Marlo, yes. though, by the way that he was acting once she died. I, you uh, know what? Here, funny thing is, first time playing the game, I thought Talbot was the djinn. Because just just because of what was going on with him throughout the game. I mean, once you find out that he, you know, Nate was drugged the entire time, but like yeah. he would pop up in places where he shouldn't have been and then disappear almost immediately. And that's when you weren't, he wasn't drugged. I didn't think about that, but well, but then at the end in the final battle, you know, he gets shot like five times and falls over the, the platform and, that he's dead. So yeah, he obviously yeah, wasn't a jit, but and it was and it was another one of those uh chapters where you had to run through the destruction and Sully's Get just like out. so I remember Sully because like he was mad as shit because his gun only had uh three bullets in it. It's just like three goddamn bullets. How the hell are we supposed to get out of here with three bullets? <laughs> and so you make it and you make it to one platform where Talbot jumps you and start. It, it turns into a, a slobber knocker, and you're, yep. you're you're fist fighting at this point, and you know you get knocked off the mountain. Then Sully starts fighting, and you know you have to save Sully from getting shot. So you take Talbot out while you're pretty much just dangling there, and then you climb up, and you and Sully start to run out. Then Salim magically appears again and saves you guys from the destruction, and you guys ride off. Cause Salim. <laughs> And so yet again, the world has been saved. And at the very end, you're getting ready to go back home and Elena is coming with you. Mm -hmm. But you know, this, this whole scene was beautiful to me. Cause she's just like, he's just like, Oh, going somewhere. And she's like, maybe. And then she apologizes to him. She's like, I'm sorry that you lost your ring. And that's when, no, excuse me. You got to back up for a second because we had that moment between Sully and Nate where it's smart ass moment, but true. Uh, He's like, I've been carrying this around, waiting for the right moment. And so he pulls out a ring and he's just like, are you proposing to me, Sully? Because if you are, <laughs> it's like, stop being a wise ass for five minutes. And he's like, how long have you been carrying that? Too long. And he hands it to him. And, and that's, that's when Elena shows up. That's interesting. Like how, how did Nate, or I'm sorry, how did Sully get Nate's wedding ring? 
I guarantee you, Nate never got rid of it. Nate oh, probably no, left it in his apartment, and Sully yeah. has just it's been carrying it. Okay, I can I can see that. Okay, and uh, you know, she's like, I, "I'm sorry that you lost your ring. I knew it was important to you." And that's when you see him like grab her hand with his uh, left hand, and you see the ring is on it, and he's just like, "That's okay. I traded it for something much better, anyways." Yep. And I'm just like, "Fuck yes!" That was awesome. And they fly off and, you know, they make the remark about, you know, I bought a new plane, you know, <laughs> not, not as good as the one that you guys blew up six years ago, but eh, it's fine. <laughs> and then they fly off and, you know, happily ever after, or so we think, because now we're coming to the final Uncharted 4. I know that there's Uncharted The Lost Legacy, but it only has small tie-ins to 4. Yeah, um, Lost Legacy because it has it follows Chloe and Nadine, and it, that one now that one was a fun game. I really did like that. As a, oh, I enjoyed it. It was short, yeah, but it but it was enjoyable, and I got you. I got a whole new respect for Nadine from that game, especially the whole part where she's like talking about how you know she hated Sam, but they kind of like did that giddy little schoolgirl chat about you know they both kind of were attracted well we knew there's, chloe was but definitely. like there was admitting that she was attracted to nate the whole time there's a respect for nate that that she got she gained during the game um but yeah let's go ahead and get into to uncharted 4 here uncharted um, 4 it it's hmm. I'll start off with the boat chase but we're not going to worry about that part I always want to focus on the keys of this game because this game had the best goddamn story I've ever played. This game Uh, is so fucking amazing. Um, So big thing, right off the bat, we find out that Nate had a brother named Sam who allegedly died 15 years prior. Um, And you actually see that right there at the beginning of the game after... uh, after we find out that Nate was raised in a Catholic school, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he, he gets in a fist fight or whatever, because whatever, uh, him and his brother Catholic shows up. Yeah. yeah. That's why his brother shows up and tells them that they found their mom's stuff. So they go off on their adventure and then, you know, fast forward 20 some years and he's in jail, in Panamanian, Panamanian jail. Yeah where they're looking for a cross. Now, the thing that catches me off guard about this, uh, they meant, they made a joke about it in Uncharted 1, which is fine. Thomas, obviously, you've never been to a Panamanian jail. Yes. Um, you've got the, uh, the fact that all of this took place before Uncharted 1 in the jail, yet in the first three games, they never once mentioned a cross or anything like that, but I'm guessing because he thought his brother had died. uh, Yeah. So that was, that was Sam's, that was, that was Sam's not story. uh, His, his quest. He, the whole premise of this game is they're trying to find uh, Avery, Avery's treasure. He, Henry, Captain Henry Avery. Sounds way heist. Apparently he, he's a pirate from what was it? Like the, uh, 16th 1600s i guess yes what 17th century late 17th century um and he had this 400 million dollar 
uh, heist that he this was his last heist. So the ship went down somewhere and Sam, well, it was their mom's uh, thought and their mom's goal to try and find this. Which and you find so, that out later. Yes. Sam took it upon himself and kind of ingrained it into Nate that, hey, we can find this. This is our treasure to find. We're going to finish our mom's legacy and we're going we're gonna to do this. They go to the Panamanian, the Panamanian jail. Panamanian, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> words are hard. Um, go to that jail because there was a clue because that's where Avery, he was in that jail back in like, you know, before the, the heist. Um, they do find this cross. He finds this cross there and okay, cool. Let, we're going to go. Now let's get out of uh, the jail. Yeah. After a mishap, Sam dies. Quote, unquote dies. Yeah. He, uh, they're dang, they're, they, they make a jump. And when Nate's fat ass jumps across, he accidentally breaks the fucking only thing that Sam could grab a hold of. So he goes to help him grab and Sam is dangling there and you see the bullets graze over him and he just spits up blood and drops. Yep. Uh, we also meet uh, at the very beginning. We also meet Rafe, uh, yes. Rafe Adler. Um, he's an asshole. Fuck <laughs> him. I mean, he got them into the J like he's, he's the money of, of the heist. He's the one like fronting everything so that they can find this, this big treasure. But he is also, so far up his own ass like oh he's a trust fund kid yeah and i'm gonna go ahead and tell you if they ever make it to a point in the uncharted movies that they're getting ready to start which i'm hoping succeed uh if they ever make it that far and they do not cast jake gyllenhaal as ray Adler, i will be considering that a poorly missed opportunity see you think they're gonna pull from the games i think they're gonna have an original story I think they're going to have original stories too, but at the same time, they're going to eventually have to introduce some of the characters that they come. Cause you got to think him and Rafe worked together before Elena, True. before Elena came into play. So, True. I mean, at some point he's going to make some kind of context to Rafe Adler. Oh, I can see them talking about it, but I don't think they're actually going to maybe put him in, in the movie. I, I could be wrong I, though. A little, little, little squirrel chase. I do appreciate the fact that they've started filming apparently, and they did it. Yeah. yeah, they did apparently cast Tom Holland as Nathan Drake, and we kept hearing that Mark Wahlberg was going to be a part of it, and apparently he's Sully. Yes. Yeah. I actually I, appreciate that. Uh, I think I saw one article headline saying that fans are mad because Wahlberg does not have a mustache like Sully does. Who gives a fuck? I don't care. Like, yes, you need to have. It'd be nice to for him to have it, but at the same time, this is also we're having Tom Holland play Nathan Drake. Tom Holland looks like he's twelve, so <laughs> I don't know. On. I've seen a couple movies where he's actually looked much older. I do want to watch the what the devil, uh, the devil that the thing on Netflix that just yeah came with out. him and Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I do want to watch that. I've heard some mixed reviews on it, but I still want to watch it because the trailer looked amazing. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Me and my wife watched that trailer tonight, and I was like, yeah, we're watching this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, back, back on story, like, uh, fast forward after this, and uh, Nate has given up treasure hunting. We're back to being just before Uncharted 3. He is now a salvage, salvager. You mean after Uncharted? This after, is after Uncharted 3. No, he... 
Okay, rewind there. You said he he stopped being the treasure hunter before Uncharted Three. No, I said he's he stopped being the treasure hunter that he was after Uncharted Three. Okay, so but now I, he's now he's a uh, yeah a regular everyday blue collar man, uh, salvaged from the rivers of yep. you know wherever just yeah just pretty much pulling garbage from the river, uh, and his boss keeps telling him to take the Malaysia job. Uh, about a cruise ship that went down and there's a whole bunch of salvage that's there for the picking or whatever. Every The, the whole thing's intact. Like it first come first serve. But the problem is, is that no one could get the permits to go to Malaysia because and, it's run by pilots. pirates. Yeah, this will actually come into play later. Um, so he, he goes home and his attic was dope. Like his office oh, attic. Fuck. Did, did you actually go through and find all the little treasures that were oh, in that yeah. attic? The first time I played it, hell yeah. Because you, you're you literally seeing every single game, every single treasure from the previous games in this attic. And it took me forever because you kept seeing that silver skull. And I kept being like, okay, that had to be from that P, uh, PlayStation Vita game. Pretty sure it, it was the first no, one. It was the first one. Yeah. It was the first game. It was one of the random treasures that you pick up throughout the game. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and then you pick when you when you pick up the little Nerf gun, you start <laughs> act, that shit was so damn funny was because fun. did you notice what the targets were? Uh, one was like a, a zombie. I think one was Lazarevich, and then I think one the at last the very one end by the window. The one at the very end by the window was Lazarevich, and the rest of them were the guardians from Uncharted Two. Okay. But in Yeti form. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, you go downstairs and Elena's made dinner or whatever. So uh, you start fantasizing about, you know, missing out on the treasure. And yep. we get a call back because we get to play Crash Bandicoot. That was fun. Yeah, it was a fucking still, bitch. I actually sucked. beat Elena's score once. Um, I did. Uh, I beat it. Because you play it again at the end. That's that was I, when I beat it. Yeah. I think that's actually the only place you can beat it. I don't think... You, I mean, you wouldn't have the I, playful banter if you if you beat it beforehand. Well, no. Like, I think you logistically can't beat it. Like, they made it purposely to where you cannot beat it when... In the first time you play it. Oh, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you if they made that possible for you to beat it, then you wouldn't have that banter between okay. her and him. At the, so they probably made it to where it was absolutely yeah. impossible to beat. Um, yeah, because I, I think that that was one of the ones where I got a lot of the um, uh, uh, trophies on this one. I didn't, I don't, I did not uh, platinum it. I think I've actually I've gotten every trophy, but beating it on on the hard modes. Because I think, I think I've got, I think I've got it all. Yeah, like I charted games, or maybe I did beat it on that one the hard mode. I whatever, I don't remember. Regardless, but, um, <laughs> you know. Then the next day, you know, fast forward to the next day and you're at work early and you keep hearing a knock at the trailer and, you know, we're closed and knock again. It's like, all right, all right, all right, asshole goes up there and lo and behold, Sam is still alive. Yep. Uh, so and he he's got the sob story of of what's going on. He uh, uh, Hector Alcazar. Yep. The drug Lord broke him out of the jail. And now I owe him half of the the treasure. Otherwise, he's gonna kill me. And that was the only way that he can get Nate in yep. was to do that. Like, and 
how get Sully okay. involved. Question, question. How pissed were you when Nate lied to Lena? I was extremely furious. Yeah. It's like, Nate, fucker. Like, I get it. You don't want to, you don't want to get her involved, but you're lying to your wife, man. Dude, she's like, going to fucking kill you. Well, that, but she would understand. Like, she would. Of she all people. One yes. person that would understand. Sully told him that. Yeah. In the hotel room after the fucking uh, auction. He said, "You're giving, you're not giving her the credit that she deserves." Like, yeah, dude, listen to Sully. You've listened to Sully for every fucking game, and he's not been wrong yet. He's telling you not to do this without Elena, and you're going against him. Yeah. Um. Let's let's go ahead and do like just some some highlights here because, I mean, we're already at about two hours, and dude, yeah. it's like. Well, third, I need to go to bed. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so they 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 find this this cross that turns out it is Henry Avery sent this to a bunch of pirates in his time, and it was a recruiting method. Um, you know, we we find out later through a bunch of adventures. Yeah, he sent out a bunch of tests, and those who for those who prove worthy. Libertalia awaits. Yeah, it and, was Libertalia is the pirate town. It's a it's this um what's the, the fabled pirate utopia. Yes. And what Avery was able to do with him, uh his right hand man Thomas II, and then ten other pirate captains, they were able to make this new country. And oh, Funny squirrel chase real quick. Go ahead. The, the guy at the vape shop that I go to, uh, the the manager down there, yeah. I'm, friend, I'm friends with him, and he's actually told me the story. He's even pulled up. Uh, on He showed me on his phone one time a family tree. Oh, boy. Okay. His mom's last name, his mom's maiden name is two. Huh. And he is a direct, apparent, well, not a direct, but like down the way, he He's is a descendant. descendant of Thomas too, the oh, legit wow. pirate. Okay, that's like, kind of cool. I was like, dude, that's fucking boss. And I was like, no wonder. And like, he's told me that he loves the Uncharted series. So, Andrew, if you're listening, I, I did this one for you as well. <laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah, so through I, we're we're skipping over a lot of a lot of parts here, but they end up finding. Libertalia is on this island uh, just outside of Madagascar. This is also after Elena, Elena figures out what the fuck's going on. Yeah, that fronts there's a, Nate. There's a popular meme for that too, Thomas. <laughs> Nate against mercenaries, Nate against monsters, Nate against uh, destruction. Everything's fine. And it's like Nate against his wife. And it's just like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> that was another scene that broke me because he literally they come walking in uh to their hotel room bragging after they, yeah after after they had just gotten away with i can't they had gotten something they literally found out where libertalia is going to be they're like all right we got this we're going to go he walks in there's elena she's like malaysia huh one thing i always laugh at and this is just my own little thing 
you know, because Nate has been lying to her this entire time. She is nowhere near Malaysia. And she's like, you could have died and I would not have known it. And I laugh because almost every time I play it, I you died, died like, like 50 eight. times. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, no, I did die. And you didn't know it. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> That's um, the part that hurt, though, like at the same time. Was, you yeah, had to find a joke in that or else you were going to like just be completely hurt. And, you know, when she she fucking gets the final slap in the face by like when you're done lying to me, maybe you should stop lying to yourself. Yep. Yeah. It's just like, God damn. Was, and then the fact that he snaps it slowly and yes, and, and, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I'm going to tell you, this was the legit moment that I absolutely despised Sam from here on out. Well, and then Sam is like, you know what? This is your wife, man. Like, I could do this without you. I just go fix your marriage. And he's like, no, we're gonna finish this. Like, let's let's just go. He's like, let's this is go. what we were made to do. I'm like, no, no, fuck you, dude. Like, it's a, a, and when you find out later, uh, okay, skipping. Oh, ahead. yeah, let's skip ahead. Uh, going ahead, you find Libertalia, and you have this whole you know moment or whatever. But then somehow the mercenaries are there already. Go figure. Well, I mean, I mean, they did. They did follow you. We we skipped over the the boat scene at the beginning. Oh yeah, you were knocked out for quite a while. Well, not only that, but like the boat scene in the beginning, you're you're being chased by uh, Shoreline, which is Nadine's Nadine Ross's people, who she was, you know, contracted by Rafe to find everything. Um, but they're being chased by Shoreline to the island. Like that's how they get there. But yeah, that is what it is. Yeah. And, you know, so you make it through Libertalia and you're right there. You're right there. You have just solved the fact that they put all their stuff together and brought a whole bunch of their crew and stuff. And their crew stayed in Libertalia, but they had their own area, uh, new. Uh, No, not new, uh, new. Hold on. Do, 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 do. Nope, that's not it. New Devon. New Devon. Okay, yeah, New Devon. Uh, so they've got their big fancy mansions above the village yep. that they were supposed to be taken care of. Um, and this is when you get cornered by... No, you get that badass fight scene between Nadine and... Uh, that this, shit was so... When this she also have of, my, this has my favorite line. When uh, she comes in and like knocks Nate on the ground and is standing on him, and he's like, "Okay, Mango, Mango," <laughs> she's like, "What are you on about?" Oh, Mango's my safe word. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and then you got like the uh, dude. I'm I'm just gonna go and say it. Like when he when you make it back to the the floor that's above Sam and Nadine, and you just like run and jump, dude. Love that, that. was so fucking boss. It was awesome. But then we get the heartbreaking scene where it's revealed that Sam, Sam did has not been lying escape. the whole time. Yeah, he actually was broken out by Rafe two years ago and oh not broken out, bought like Rafe got him out of prison two years ago. And it's just he was the one that um had been working with Rafe and now Sam wanted uh Nate in on this job because it wasn't Rafe's treasure to find. And it's just like, are you fucking kidding me, man? I, I literally, I've lost my marriage. I kicked out my best friend for you, and you lied to me. 
Like what the fuck? And then get then uh, get shot. And you get shot off a cliff. Yeah, the, the the joke later on. Thomas, how's the arm? Eh, bullet grazed me. It's like, how's the face? Uh, cliff grazed me. <laughs> but that was fun. Uh, then you get the flashback of you and Sam as kids breaking into the the house, which took longer than it probably should have for me. Um, uh, I yeah, I kind of explored a lot, and you know, you find all the stuff and only to find the mother's books. And when she, the old woman finds out, you know, dude, that shit is so fucked up too. Cause I, I had a feeling something like that was going to happen. Like oh, yeah. she was going to, uh, I'll go tell the police. You guys know your way out. And then like you, halfway up, she fucking collapses and dies. And they're the only two there on the premises. You're just like, well, shit. Yeah. Uh, we also get their name. They are yes. Sam and Nathan Morgan, not Drake. Not to is... be confirmed, not to be confused with the other pirate, Captain Morgan. Uh, this is a different kind of Morgan. Yeah, this one drinks a lot of alcohol. Um, <laughs> we <laughs> no, we we get back, and this is this is Nate, you know, telling the tale to uh, Elena, which she is just. I mean, she, she came back it, for him. She's appreciative of it, but at the same time, it's like, dude, you had your chance. Like, you should have told me this a long time ago. Um, so as they are going to New Devon, like, there's the one scene where they're driving uh, and the music is playing. Like, it's a beautiful scene, but it's also right after um, they have, like, a serious talk. And yeah. it's just, oh. But for better ugh. or worse. Yeah. Um they finally do make it in New Devon. Um and they make it up to as they are going through, they start seeing a bunch of what's the right word? Uh oh well before they get up to New Devon, this was I think still with Sam. Uh this so this is no, yeah, this was Libertalia itself. They get to the uh where the bank was, where the money all was, and you start seeing all of the founders, but they have like liar spray painted on them or thief on their pictures, and it's like, oh, what the what the fuck happened here? Yeah, it was basically the town against the founders, and, and so it was, it was like, all what? yeah they stole from the townspeople yep. and were keeping it to themselves. Yep. Meanwhile, a Apparently, and I know the scene you were getting to. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know that scene you were getting to. So I'll let you carry on with this. Um, so as they as Elena and Nate get to New Devon, they're running through all the houses, uh, which is all the founders' houses, and you start seeing like with all of the letters and all of the just graffiti, you start to put this picture together that the founders weren't even happy with each other. They were all at each other's throats. So once you get to Avery's house at the very top of the hill, you see this, you walk into this um, dining room, long giant table. There's the founders all dead, except for except two people. Two. Yep. And there's a letter that Elena reads that basically was the invitation for everybody to show up at this, this house uh, for the dinner. And the only two people that were missing were Henry Avery and Thomas too. 
this was supposed to be a we know we're we're all at our throats. Let's let's uh let's let's clear the air. Let's 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 resolve let's this before it gets into a mutiny. Yep. Um and their way of resolving is killing their co-workers. Yeah, they poisoned everybody at the table. And, and uh Nate was so devastated. Like he was devastated by that. Because like, he's he hoping that it like it would be so much more you know, well, spectacular. He, he romanticized everything. But then again, you find out this has been his life. Like he's been looking for this for 35 years, like, or 30, like for his whole life, practically, this was his mom's legacy. Yes. And these guys have been dead for 400 years. Centuries. Yeah. So it was, it was a little devastating. And then, then you find the tunnels and you keep hearing explosions, <laughs> but, and you, you're thinking, okay, well, we've heard explosions throughout the whole game. Cause yeah. Nadine's men love fucking dynamite. And so you make it to the puzzles and that's when you find the corpses. Fucking Avery, man. Like that's brilliant, but fuck dude. I did not know which way I was supposed to go. Anytime dude. I felt, every time I heard that, yep, I was like, Oh uh, shit. Oh uh, shit. Which way do I Oh fuck. And by the time I actually figured out that I was supposed to like kind of tuck and roll forward, they blew up and I was just well, like, well, fuck. Especially sucked when you're trying to go forward, but there's like a something in your way that you have to jump over. Otherwise you get blown up. Like, okay. or even worse. Like you, you roll forward only to light like three fucking more. Yeah. You got to roll again. Um, another big scene out of here was after going through all these tunnels, you at one point make it through uh, uh, some tunnels that blow you and Elena like out, and she looks like she got really injured. Um, and Nate's oh, like, no, 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 and then she starts laughing because she was fucking with him. And yeah, she's like, like, "You have done much, much yeah, worse." This was their reconcile moment. It was you that one gave was me beautiful. a goddamn heart attack. Oh, heart right here. Oh, let me hear. Let me hear. Like it was, <laughs> it was beautiful that, at the same time. Was, like I it, loved it. It was great. Um, yet they still wanted to continue to try and save Sam because they hear the gunshots, well, which led to this was my perfect. badass moment. This was my badass moment. I love this fucking fight. Making it to the shipyard was my fucking favorite oh, fight. Dude. Like pretty much from the shipyard to the end of the game, that was it for me. I was like, dude, I I love this. I love yeah. everything about this. Go ahead. And, you know, you're so you're basically ha having to start off the top of the mountains and then swing your way down to the lower decks, taking out all of Rafe's, Rafe and Nadine's men. They're, they're fucking blowing shit up. Then you find out that they brought these really massive fucking tank-like trucks that, Ugh. oh my God, that just like chase you down and they're shooting at you. And then all of a sudden, you, it's just you and one truck. It's just you in a truck and you're having to run. And it's one of those chase scenes where you're on foot running, running, running. You make it to one area and you duck down behind a barricade because you have nowhere else to go. Truck stuck. And then you see the side of the truck just explode and you look up and lo and behold, here's Sully with an RPG. Yeah. And, you know, I don't care. I know he said in the game that it was like, it sounded better in my head. I loved when he blew up the tank after getting the RPG from Sully. He's just like forgotten Liberty assholes. <laughs> it's like, it sounded so much better in my head. I'm like, dude, no, that sounded fucking perfect. Yeah. 
it was it was great. So, you know, then they get so they get everybody out. Everybody's safe. We got Sully. We got Nate. We got Sam. We got Elena. Everybody's safe. They could fucking leave. Yeah, they, they could get in the everybody, plane. Everybody, want, everybody wants to leave, and except for Sam. The thing that was different about this game was there was no end of the world shit involved. This was literally just a mountain of gold. Yep. Who gives a shit if Rafe gets it? Yeah. Yeah. Nate didn't. Sully didn't. Elena, Elena definitely didn't. didn't. And so Sam, you can see that he's butthurt by this. Like he's just like, oh, you're right. Which way is the plan? Let's go. Yeah. So they end up getting split up after the, uh, the lift gets broken yep. and Sam bounces on him. He's just like, we got to see this through. So he runs off and you know, you go and yeah, you have to chase him because it's your brother at this you, point. You, even, even then, even Nate did not want to go. He didn't. He, he did wanted not. to say, fuck him. Yeah. Uh, there is a thinking he was dead for that long. Fuck. Might yeah, as well make exactly. it a thing. <laughs> Uh, there is there is a touching moment, uh, a callback to like the beginning of the game uh, with Elena and Nate, which kind of helps solidify, yeah, helps solidify that they'll admit they will work through this, but it's they're they're on the path to betterment. Um, what she say? She says, "Don't you dare think of coming back. It's your job to do the dishes." Yeah, exactly. Um, or no, she says something about like we take turns. We're supposed to take turns. Um, yeah. Yeah, so so Nate goes following, um, <coughs> following Sam, and which we kudos get... to Nolan North, kudos yeah. to Nolan North for voicing Nathan Drake, especially during the one scene when you're climbing the mountain and you can legitimately sound like hear it in the way that he talked, like the voice acting that he did. There was that one scene where you jumped and you had to grab a hold of the fucking ledge, do a little crawl space. You grab a hold and you could hear panic. Like it sounded like like Nolan was in the studio, legit, like hanging from a high place. It's like Jesus Christ. Honestly, he I I've seen him. Uh, I've seen some behind the scenes. He probably was. He probably oh, yeah, was you're, hanging. You're somewhere. probably right because I've watched the behind the scenes of that game. That game is fucking yeah. like. A, it looked fun to make. Oh God! Yeah. Yes. Yes. They all. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we get uh, Nathan. Chasing up to Sam, they get he finds the gunsway, finds the ship, uh, Avery's ship, still in dock. Um, we see Nadine's men turn on her because Rafe has money and they're mercenaries, so naturally. Um, and then we get the, into the gunsway itself, and our final battle is between Rafe and Nate. Um, all Nate wanted to do was get his brother and, yeah, leave. and just go. Rafe could have the treasure. Yeah, Rafe he didn't was not up. letting that happen. No, well, and 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 because Rafe, it finds out Rafe is all about. He wants to make his own thing. Yes, he has his own company, but that company was his parents, and he inherited it when inherited it when his parents died. It wasn't really his company. This was something that he wanted um, because he, even, he also was super jealous. He was super jealous of Nate. Because Nate was finding this stuff, finding these treasures, and was making tabloids, and Rafe had to see it and was pissed. Dude, that I'm not even gonna lie. Out of every video game, this I know it wasn't much spectacular. I loved the final fight in this game. It it made sense. Like between those two, having a 
you're you're ultimately having uh the battle between two and Avery, but it's now put on Rafe and Nate. Um I we also see that two and Avery killed each other and is dead on the boat there. Like they never made it out, obviously. So the treasure is there. It's not you know, what what can you do? And I had um, yeah, that this... one line, like the the one line to me was like when you finally get your sword and he was just like uh, you know he's like so you want a sword fight and he like poses talking about some unguard dickhead yep yeah this was it was it was a good fight I I got annoyed because I kept hitting the wrong button I kept like not parrying when I should have so I died a couple times but this was a really good fight um but obviously okay. you win so. And it had the most Indiana Jones ending of any yeah, video dude, game dude. ever. Because what's the treasure? I mean, Here you go. Snap. Yeah, no, no, no offense to the Indiana Jones movies, but their 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 final death scenes for the bad guys were always really corny and like unbelievable. And the fact that like he just smacks this fucking hoist, and you see this treasure just suddenly just come down and fucking obliterate Rafe. Yeah, he just yeah. gets up like holy shit. Like, like what the fuck did you uh, think oops, was gonna happen? I did that. Um, yeah, after the escape, obviously with uh, Sam and everything, um, we we get the end where they're on the docks and saying Sam is saying or Nate's saying goodbye to Sam and Sully. They're gonna take an actual uh, plane home to uh, to talk because they need yeah. to talk. Uh, and then I like how Sam kind of goes up to Sully. He's like, "So, uh, got uh, got any jobs?" You got anything for me to do? It's been been some time. I think he uh, said Sully says something about how's your Portuguese, and then he uh, says something is like, well, "What does that mean? What time does your husband get home?" Yep. <laughs> He's like, "That'll be enough." He's like, "Hey, you got any of those cigars? Don't push your luck." <laughs> uh, then this the final scene. You know, it jumps forward what about another fifteen years? Ten, maybe 20, uh, ten, ten to thirteen years, I think. No, I'm pretty sure it's 15 because I think she is. You think she's that that old? Well, she's a teenager, at least, because that's what this says right here. I think she's. My guess is she's probably 14 or 15. Oh, okay. So, I, I think I was originally thinking 16, but 14 or 15 probably makes the most sense. Oh wait, wait, we got to back up because what we missed was it shows. Nate back at work the next like the next yes. couple of days and he's just sitting there and his boss uh walks Jamie. into the room and he's just like, Well, I just sold the place. He's like, Well, who's the poor hapless son of a bitch that bought this? Uh, you are. And like awesome he throws the keys. the keys at him and like starts <laughs> laughing. And then you find out that Elena had bought it, and then after Jameson walks away, she tells you the whole plan. She got the permits for the fucking uh Malaysia job. job. She got, you know, money equipment. for a new boat, equipment, mm-hmm. diving gear, everything, because she wants to bring her TV show back. And she figured that with Nate at the helm, they would have the knowledge to to get this stuff done. Then you fast forward and find out that they actually hit it big with whatever it was they did between the time that they did this and the time that their daughter was this age. Because yeah. now yeah, she's you- on the cover of magazines. Yeah, you you find out it's a dog. Like it was one of those things where oh, I assumed shit. it was yeah. immediately. Well, you I assumed it was immediately because as soon as you 
like you end up this is where you play the Crash Band- Bandicoot game again and the girl Cassie is her name is uh like well where are they I don't know where they're at and then as you start walking through the house you start seeing the clues of of you know Nate and Elena and then Sully and Sam like just as they're a little older so you you pick up on it real quick that it's a daughter yeah. uh the big thing is she they're on this like beach house and she happens to go into the, the other like oh uh, yeah okay the office and there is Nate's keys to this uh cabinet that she quickly unlocks starts looking through the things and finds all of his treasures basically everything that was in the attic is now in this cabinet yeah and um we do see Nate and Elena. They're a little bit older now because there's gray and all the hairs and wrinkles and <laughs> like, damn. Um, yeah. And then it's, they tell her, they start telling Cassie the stories. She finds that what really brings the questions is she finds that picture from the first, from the end of the first game with Santa, with uh, Nate, Sully and Elena sitting on yeah. the mountain of treasure with shotguns. They're like, What? She's that's, just like she kept crazy. saying she kept dropping like bullshit language. language. <laughs> so, Dude, this game, this series. If you haven't it. played it, if you haven't played it, I did. Uh, I've, I've been thinking about it. Uh, I might end up uh, recording me on YouTube uh, some gameplay of me playing this entire first four games. For anybody who's interested, any of the people that you know, should I think should? Well, I mean, Um, I know that I know that we've got Chris Rimmer, who is not a big gamer. Joey Casco is not a big gamer. Crumbs is not a big gamer. Uh, You know, I got a couple other people that aren't big in the gaming, or maybe not have played this game. That if they hear this and they're just like, "Well, that sounds like some damn good storytelling," uh, it really fucking is. It is. I will be, you know, if you guys are hearing this and you want me to, you know, actually go through with this, I might make it a thing where I just, I'll sit there and play it. I won't even, you know, put my, like, I know some people do back when I did Twitch, I had my picture up there and then my face up there. I won't even put my face up there. I'll keep everything completely open. I will be like on a mic so I could talk to people if they mention it. But for the most part, I just want people to just enjoy the story. And unfortunately, we don't have very many just straight gameplay videos of people not really holding conversations and just bullshitting through the game. Uh, so, yeah, if I do this, uh, just let me know if you guys want to want to see that. But right now, how would you rank the first four? Uh, my ranking would be four. I loved four. That's my that's my top right there. Uh, and then one, two, three. Um, I, the third game, as much as I loved it, or as much as I liked it, it's not the best. Like, it's there. There are some elements in there I liked. Uh, some stuff they introduced that obviously, uh, you held over to four. But the fourth game, I think, is the best. I think it's got the best story. The first game is amazing. Uh, it's got a wonderful story. The second game subverted a lot of my expectations, and that's why it's a great game. The third one was third one was okay. That's just well, my opinion. Yeah. Uh, well, we both agree on the first. 
Uh, okay. Four. Four is definitely my favorite. Out of, the, out of the first four games, four had the better storytelling and just amazing. Like the, the, the gameplay was great and the story was amazing. The music yeah. was incredible. Oh, music was great. The, the, the composer for the score for Uncharted 4 was actually, I can't remember his last name, it was Henry something. And uh, he actually did the score for quite a few of the MCU movies. Nice. Okay. Um, I'm going to kick myself in the ass when I find out that. I, I don't know. Yeah, but I uh, my number two would be the second game. Okay. Because the emotions in the story of that one were just, that that shit just had me. Uh, then three, then one. Okay. The only reason I put one last is because, like I said at the very beginning, it's more of just an introduction to these characters to me. Yeah. So that's why I put it like that. Um, that's three. Hey, that's fine. Three that was works. solid. Three also fucked my emotions up. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's not, a, it's, for me, it's the low rung on, on the ladder. Like, it's a, still a good game. It's still an important game. I just it I didn't have as much fun with it as I did with with one and two. Yeah. So well, I mean and that's obviously fair. Now four. So because four is just amazing. Oh no, um, four is a. a yeah. I, you okay, could so, you could sit there and play four and not have any fucking idea about the first three games. It sucks for you if you don't, <laughs> because the first three games were fucking amazing. Yes. But um, you four, can in fact play four and not have played the first three, and you will not be lost. So four is also one of those that out of the four games, that's the one I play the most. I've beaten that game hey, same, so many times same. and I have all four of them. Like, but that's the one I go back to constantly. I have, I think I have all five. I have uh, lost legacy, but like I said, we didn't well, discuss oh, yeah, lost legacy. That's, that's like, I got that too, but that was, I bought the DLC for that. So I didn't oh. buy it. Like I, I bought the DLC for four. So once it came out, I, I got it digitally. Oh, okay, okay. So. Yeah, I um, bought it separate. So, there you go. Um, so, question for you, and this might be our final question because it's later than I want. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good, man. Thankfully, it's Saturday night and I don't have to work tomorrow. Um, if they do, or I shouldn't even say if because you know they're going to, when they do a fifth game, who do you want to be the lead? Cassie. Okay. I want the Drake legacy to continue. And there are so many historic legends out there that it can be touched base on that. I believe that once she hits a certain age, she will be a solid, uh, successor to Nathan's legacy. Yeah. She'd be, I mean, they'd be fun to play as her and have Nate as the Sully role kind of thing. It would um, be, that, it, yeah, to me, it would be awesome if, you know, it shows them go to one of their, their, uh, jobs or whatever, their explorations, and they do actually end up getting attacked by pirates or natives or whatever. And Cassie hadn't dealt with that yet. So she's all of a sudden seeing Drake, uh, like Nate step in and just taking sons of bitches out left and right. And she's yeah. freaking out because her dad's like <clears throat> killing people. Her dad's and, James Bond. Yeah. Um, <laughs> motherfucker could break a neck. Yeah. Um, I, that's what I think will happen. I wouldn't be upset though, if they were to do 
one where Sam is the lead and Sully is, you know, still no. being Sully. I, I wouldn't be upset by that. I don't think it will happen. It'd be it'd be interesting as like maybe a an add on, but I don't think that could support a full game. Um, it's it's funny because the casting is uh, uh, Nathan Drake is done by like I mentioned Nolan North and mm-hmm. his brother Sam was done by a very very famous voice actor for games Troy Baker. Yeah, it's almost like. Naughty Dog uses the same people constantly. Because Troy Baker is also the voice of Joel yep. in The Last of Us. And Nolan North is actually Joel's brother in that game. No. 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 Nolan North does a voice in the first one. He is the guy that... Um, oh, shit. What's his name? Uh, the, guy, the guy that Ellie goes up against in that, that lodge... Oh shit, that's right. Yep, that's Nolan North. Dude, that scene was so fucked up. I'll discuss The Last of Us at some point, but you know. Uh, I'll I would love to come back on for that. uh, (laughs) I love those games, man. I just love Naughty Dog. Dog That's only two. That's only two games. Right? Three if you count the uh, the DLC for the first one, which I still haven't played. Uh, I haven't missed much. I know it's more of a prequel, but but uh, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Sure thing. Um, you can find me on on uh, Twitter uh, at, at Comic Rundown. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at... Wait, no, wait, hold on. Twitter that is at Comic Rundown. Wait, that's what I said. Dude, it's too late for me. God damn it. <laughs> I was, I'm asleep four hours ago. Um, let's see, hold on a second. Yeah, Twitter is Comic Rundown. Instagram is Comic Book Rundown. There we go. Um, and yeah, so my podcast, we talk about comic book story arcs uh, one issue at a time. Uh, so like you could, the episodes are 15 to 20 minutes long, give or take. Uh, so you can either listen to one episode or you can listen to the whole arc, which tends to be anywhere between four to six or seven, sometimes 12 episodes. It all depends. Um it's it's a fun fun you know show we just we talk about comic books we make fun of the comic books we uh, find things to to poke fun at because they're they're comics that we we all love or or not we've definitely have some some stinkers in you've the had last some week. you've had some comics that were that were just like okay I'm just gonna listen to you guys because you guys are ripping in a new one and it's fucking epic. Yeah, yeah, my myself and my uh, best friend Ron, my co-host, we uh, he is, uh, yeah, that's Ron's a Ron's a fun Ron, character. Ron's a Ron. <laughs> There's no other uh, way to really describe him because when I was on your episode yeah, uh, you about Catwoman, Cat it was yep. it was he all I could some... do to make make it through <laughs> some of the shit that he said. Uh, and that's that's normal. Like, and I have to edit a lot of that out, and that's just I don't want to sometimes. Um, but yeah, so we've, we've got that. We also have a segment called, um, uh, chitty chats where we have, I've, I've got friends on or, or writers on and we just talk for half hour to an hour, somewhere in there. Which um, you just released one today, didn't you? Yes. Uh, with, uh, Chris Runt, Runt, yeah, Runt, 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 Runt God, I can't remember how to say his name now. Um, he wrote the Kickstarter book. Uh, Battle Monsters, which is basically um, Pokemon meets The Walking Dead, 
Oh, uh, that's, that's his pitch for it. It's I backed it on Kickstarter. Uh, if you want to buy it, you can get it uh, through his website, chrisrunt.com, C-H-R-I-S-R-U-N-D-T.com. Uh, but also is he just told me the other day that it uh, will be on Comixology uh, on September 23rd. So you can buy it there if you want. Fuck yeah. Um, it's it's a fun little book. I I... I've read it. It's I had a lot of fun. And I don't like Pokemon. I'm a I'm a Digimon fan, and I actually enjoy this. Yeah, don't give me that. We'll, we'll, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't give me that whatever shit. You can uh, never say that. That's I fucking blasphemy. That whatever. Um, uh, I'll, I'll pimp out this last segment here, which is going to be starting in November, uh, called Rundown Reviews, where Ron and I and guest will uh, eventually guest. Uh, we'll be covering comic book based movies. Uh, our first one we're doing, which, like I said, will come out in November, w- is the 1978 Doctor Strange movie, made for TV movie. Oof, I'm sorry. Dude, I'm I looking lot, forward to hearing that. I had a lot of fun with it, not gonna lie. It was, it was, tra- I don't even want to say trash. I love fun with it. You'll just. <laughs> Just go ahead and listen. I, oh, oh, I'm going to listen to you guys religiously anyways. I mean, I, I, I fucking listen to every episode of Comic Book Rundown. I, I can vouch that. for you guys being fucking like hysterical and yet knowledgeable at the same time. It's and, just Ron and I. Like this, this is just our, our, our back and forth. Like that's just how it is. That's just us. So it's, it's wonderful. It's, he, was the fir- he was the first person I thought of when I wanted to make a podcast. Um, but at the same time, I wanted to have like a rotating cast of people. Um, a lot of them kind of fell to the wayside, but Ron was one of the ones where I'm like, you know what? I don't know why I just don't make you the co-host. You're the co-host now. He's like, okay, just tell me when I'm just tell me when we're recording. He needs to jump on that digital bandwagon because it's so much fucking easier. Yes, it is easier. But I also, as you can tell behind me. I'm oh, a yeah, fan of physical media, so I think I might start collecting trades, like I'm, yeah, physical, but not singular issues because that shit gets fucking stacked. Yeah, it does. Um, I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna, I, I hate to say it, but I'm gonna go through a lot of my uh, single issues and probably have to get rid of a lot. So I don't feel bad. I'm gonna do the same thing. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, you that, can find that's whole, that's problem. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at beardedgeek19, and uh, just hey, I appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, Eric, thanks for having me on. This was a blast. You know, it was oh, three hours, but it was a blast. I'm sorry, dude. I it like my like it's it's a struggle. It's a struggle. No, I get it. I get it. I do. I get it. But with a game we, like this, you couldn't really cover all four games no. in 30 minutes. I mean, you could have. Well, maybe not 30 minutes. Maybe an hour. Maybe. But then we'd miss all the nitty gritties. Yeah, and I'm definitely one to nitpick the nitty gritty. So, <laughs> yes, Eric, thank you, thank you so much for inviting me on here. And as they say, I'm not going to do the typical closeout with uh, geek out. Uh, as they say in Uncharted, stick Parvis Magna.